Wolf Crack, Ireland's first and foremost Magical Gathering United podcast. I am your host, David Wolf, and I am joined here by Each and every week, we bring you all the latest news and tournament reports from Magic Gathering. Yeah, having, having a lovely uh, bank holiday Easter weekend. Yes, exactly. Uh, we're recording a bit, a little bit late this week uh, as I was awake, but uh, it is the bank holiday, so we're all off today. So, um, yeah. Nothing to do. It's Monday, so Jesus is back. He's uh, yeah. He had his he had his nap for a few days. And he's, <laughs> yeah, he's all the way back now. Yeah. I was a bit confused by that over this weekend. Actually, you might even say he was embalmed. <laughs> hey, oh. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> it's probably a bit. I'm sorry, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was I just this is completely off topic. Okay, but it's just I was asking people about this over the weekend. You know the way he was supposed to be. This is Jesus. Supposed, yes. to, supposed <laughs> to be. He was supposed to be dead for three days. Then he right. came back. Yes, but he was crucified on Friday, and he came back on Sunday. It's only two days. Three days inclusive. I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I just thought I was. I just realized this for the first time in my life. That's actually pretty mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's like a. It, it's it's like a clash between, uh, you know, the mystical idea of three days being ooh three days and like yeah, like, you know, trying to jam that thing. into like uh, a Georgian weekend or a Georgian calendar. <clears throat> yeah. You know, maybe it was three days, but they changed it to Friday and Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> like, every time. So. And then it's like if he was crucified on Friday, he was probably only interred on Friday night which means it's only like a day and a half which is like I wouldn't even be bothered if I didn't hear from someone for a day and a half you know that's like that's like half as long yeah, yeah. I just assumed they were grand like. yeah well, I'd say the news spread out pretty rapidly I mean he was up in the cross for a few days as that's well. true like, yeah, yeah that's true yeah, yeah there's a few, few people coming to see him and all who only went, went up on a Friday did he yeah sure I thought he was up in the cross for a while like so it takes you a couple <laughs> of days like to die across. Yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, I yeah. would think so. Yeah, I haven't experienced it. I think when he's looking at it. Because he got yeah, his feet washed yeah. on Thursday. He <laughs> was like, you know, he was like, you know, comfortable having his feet washed on Thursday. So Thursday, only Thursday was like before the cross stuff happened. Uh-huh. So he must have gone up on the cross on Friday. Well, he was getting the business when he was on the cross as well. He was getting all whipped and stuff like that. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he had a hard old time on the cross. Yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that's, anyway. uh, that's pretty <laughs> ancient religion. Um, it's I, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, it's somewhat related in some ways. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, I won't get is uh, the upcoming set, and we talked about some spoilers last week, and we're going to talk about some more spoilers this week as the full set has been spoiled now. Um, we do not have a tournament report for you this week, and we'll, we'll explain why later. Mm-hmm. Um, and our deck of the week will be uh, a new. Well, deck of the week this week will more be our thoughts on yeah. some new decks that could be coming in Amoket. Yeah. Um. So should we jump jump into spoilers? Absolutely. We've got right loads in. to talk about. Yeah. Okay. So we'll start with the with the gods, the remainder of the god cycle that we got. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you want to start? With white, green, or black? Let's go. Let's go. Wooberg. So we'll start with black. Wooberg. Wait. Then white. Oh, sorry. It's white. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot okay. which ones we'd already. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we have Oketra the True. Yeah. Uh, she is three and a white for a three six, I believe. Visions. Yeah. Um. No, it's double strike. Oh yeah, she has double strike. Yeah, that's the one. Yes. Mm. Um, she has double strike and she is indestructible, much like all the 
other gods. Yeah. That's the thing. Uh, and she can pay Trina White to make a 1 1 Vigilance cat. It's not I'm a gonna cat. say no. warrior. I think warrior. I think people were upset that it was oh, a cat. It's not a cat, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the that's yeah, that's the unfortunate part. Right. right, okay. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm not very impressed with this card to be honest. Yeah, it's pretty similar to Heliod. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Same kind of activated ability, same mana costs, uh similar power toughness. Okay, yeah, I can only attack and lock if it's Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Part, yeah. I forgot about that part. Yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah. It's the same most important part of the of the god. So you have to have three three other creatures if it gets for it to attack and block. Yeah, I mean I suppose when you see when you see like a, a double strike body like this, your first thought is gonna go to oh it'd be really sick with like a, an aura or a buff. Mm-hmm. But I think outside of that it's still not very exciting. Like, but it is a lot safer to put a buff or an aura on an indestructible creature. That is true. Because you don't get blown out so much by removal. Yes. Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like now we have to go back and look at all the auras, but I feel like I always ignore auras when it comes to like constructive brewing. Mm, yeah. But now now we've got to go back and look at them all. Make a bogus deck. Base room, yeah. Uh, Oketra. Yeah. Yeah, I've been playing against Bogles and Popper and it, it, it doesn't feel good to. No. Bogles, <laughs> Bogles and Popper is a serious deck. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost. Good, actually. It's, yeah. it's almost as powerful, I think, as the modern yeah. version. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, there's a lot of commons and stuff in the. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. all Umbras and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. They're very obnoxious to play against. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Oketra, I think. Like going wide just hasn't really been a thing in standard for a long time, mm-hmm. and like this to me isn't even like an amazing payoff for going mm-hmm. wide. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just, yeah, it'll take some convincing for me to want to play this as like the strategy I'm building my deck around. I, think. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is some support for like servos as tokens in yeah. Kaladesh, and that's not going away. So. And you got like, there was like the green white token stack, which was the most powerful deck in standard for a time. Yeah. So if, if Nissa voices Endicar comes back, maybe yeah. could be a thing. Some, some kind of Abzan token stack or something mm-hmm. like that. Maybe a winding constrictor as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Some people will be trying to make that work like already without this, this big yeah. odd. So, I mean, if, if it, we, we know it hasn't worked before, but now this could be what it needs. Um, mm. Yeah. But even then I'm just like, am I that? bothered even if that's the strategy putting this card in yeah. the deck I'm just mm-hmm. unconvinced what's the mana cost in it is it it's three and a white three and a white yes yeah. so. like Gideon like you know. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a very good point yes yes yeah. that is a good point um, Gideon may not be around anymore we true you know it's, it's true, like no. it's, it's I think I think if we're going to discuss all these cards we have to go into it just kind of basically pretending Gideon, pretending Marty Vehicles and Four Color yeah, Sahili kind of don't exist. exist. That's true, yeah, for, yeah. Just for a little bit, like whether they do or not, and whether the cards are. We can also talk about whether the cards fit in those decks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's it's good because because like standard is so powerful at the moment. It's going to be so hard for if if there are no ban changes next week. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so hard for cards to just totally displace the best decks in standard yeah, and find a yeah. place at the moment that I think we just have to go into this in sort of in sort of fantasy land <laughs> and just say like what, you know what could these cards do yeah. what are the cool things that we could be doing in standard yeah. these decks like when there isn't a rotation yeah it, it is kind of hard for a new set to make its impact felt like, but I think this one Amonkhet in particular seems like it could be a very powerful set like Shadows Over Innistrad had a lot of impact when it came in and there was no rotation then. Yeah, yeah. true. Uh, wait, no, was there? No, I don't think there was. Maybe there was. 
I think it was. Maybe that was before they reversed the yeah. No, it was with it was with Kaladesh was when there was a rotation. Yeah, there was a rotation with Kaladesh. Sea Dragon, Sea Dragon went with Inishad when Inishad came in. Did it? Yeah. Yeah, it did because because Dark Jeskai was the best. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it actually. Yeah. Works. Okay. So yeah. So this is the biggest standard there's been in a long time. This, it, this, yeah. this will be the seventh set in standard, mm-hmm. I think. So yeah, because we got two blocks from the three previous sets, and then yeah, this will be the seventh. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And then it will go to eight, and then it will go back to seven. No. No, it'll go really small then. Yeah, it'll go really small. It'll go to five. Go to five. Yeah. 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 Which will be class, I think. Yeah. That'll be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so it's just going to be tough for for a totally new strategy to come in and. and you know, like you know, what's the mid-range deck that's going to be better? Martyr vehicles. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's it's pro- so. I think yeah. So we can just talk about these cards in the context of, you know, just just on their own merit, kind of pretending that current standard doesn't yeah, exist. Sure, I think yeah. is the best way to go. Yeah, it. probably. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, any, any more to say about Oketra? No, I'm like yeah. Even in that, even in that <laughs> world, I'm not, I'm not that bothered. Yeah, I feel like yeah. <laughs> in in Magic Christmas Land, when uh, yeah, when there's no four top space. I mean, it's it's not that hard to turn her on, like the, the no. have have three other creatures and her her ability obviously synergize with that, like with all the other gods. But I don't know. Yeah, she seems like a good card. I don't know if she can make it. Just a, a, a flavor note in in Theros, the gods. Yeah, you required like other creatures and other permanents to make uh, to to give it its its power. But it needed um, well, what's the word? Devotion. The keyword devotion. Yeah, so it needed devotion from other things. Mm. But now, so because those gods are worshipped with these gods, they make their own devotion as if they're false gods that don't need followers mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway what's the next one <laughs> also these gods can activate each other in, in some cases yes they can Yeah, like the white god will count other gods towards how many creatures you control even though they're not necessarily creatures well they're creatures, they're creatures yeah they're not active to attack and block yeah okay so Wilberg Order black god is next uh, Bantu the black <laughs> uh, I don't remember what he is uh, Bantu the scared yeah we looked this up yeah, yeah, yeah probably should look look yeah, yeah, just double check yes. yeah. um, but anyway he, he costs uh, two and black much like some of the other gods he is a 5-5 five, five, I believe yeah he's a 5-5 five, five. Um, he has menace and indestructible mm-hmm. uh, and he cannot can only attack or block if a creature under your control died this turn yeah. and then he has an activated ability of one in the black sack a creature drain for one yeah drain for one yeah, and, so, and yeah. scry one is that part of that drain for one and scry one I thought it was anyway, we should we're, actually we're, we're going to find the card yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll get yeah. it too, folks yeah. yeah but um, yeah it, this one is probably the one that seems um, the one he's the one that seems the least likely to make it into construct. Well, maybe Oketra, but I think this card's unplayable. Well, completely unplayable. Yeah, no, like, uh, like not even a dedicated deck. I mean, why would you not just play Noxious Gearhulk if you want a five power menace black creature? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, Noxious Gearhulk costs six mana. Yeah, but it's a million times better. You <laughs> <laughs> do gain a lot of life from Noxious Gearhulk. I would pay five mana to not have to play this card. <laughs> Like, like some kind of a pack deal. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, his his activated ability is very expensive. Um, that's probably the, one of the main things that keeps him away from. And like, like you need a constant stream of creatures in order to turn him on. 
Yeah, there's got like so there's this is supposed to turn on some kind of engine, which I think doesn't really exist at the moment. Like uh, Zulpur Cutthroat is uh, is still legal. That's uh, right from yeah. BFC. Yeah. So and there, and there was an aristocrats type deck uh, in standard with Cryptolith, right? But that was kind of powered by Collective Company to provide your stream of creatures, and your and you could start kind of going off with that. Yeah. So that doesn't really exist anymore. Um, like I don't really see a way that, you, that yeah, as you said, that you, that you can keep your your creatures flowing. I just like may, maybe in future sets there'll be mm. there'll be something that goes really well with this guy, but uh, yeah, I'm not seeing it at the moment. It just seems very very underpowered. Yeah, I think uh, like Antuko and was a big part of that deck as well. That it's a it's a free sack on it, yeah. which uh, which you know onto is fairly close. Onto the glorified is yes. what it is. Uh, I mean, it's and yeah, it's four six. Sorry, four six. Yeah. You describe one. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, so when you pay, you pay one, one and drain for one. Yeah. So when you, uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it feels like this card would fit into that deck, but it's a shame that there is a mana cost there as well as sacrifice to the creature. You can't sacrifice stuff at instant speed like the Antikosk. So, but people who are experimenting with this Aristocrats build using the Yeheni, because Yeheni mm-hmm. has an instant speed sack, mm-hmm. I think Yeheni costs three. He does, so does. Yeah. or he, it does. They, yeah. well, they, they do. They sorry. do. Sorry, yeah. I think they, they is actually the preferred. Yeah, comment. they is they is the correct. Yeah, um, yeah and so it, it's like I, I I don't think Yanni will be enough. Uh, well, I think we proved so far that Yanni isn't enough for a strategy like this to come back. Uh, so yeah, I think it's true. If you do see and that do host like two drop mm-hmm. in the next set, which I think we easily could, but I think now is not the time for. Well, Nandu host is three as well. Oh, is it? Yeah. No, there was that argument. Well, like, Nandugos gives you much more of a benefit, I think, than Yanni. Yeah. Yeah, you can... Nandugos grows as mm. you sack the creatures, whereas Yanni just becomes indestructible, which, you know, multiples of that effect yeah. don't stack in a turn, unfortunately. Yeah. So, yeah. And also, the stats are really weird for this card. Like, four power is, like, you're going through hoops just to turn on a four power attacker, and, like, why does it have six toughness when it's indestructible anyway? Yeah. yeah that's it seems like... Yeah, why do any of the gods have any amount of toughness? Well, like, they all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I suppose it, minus one, minus one counters exist in the set. So yeah, yeah and and all, yeah, that's true. And like, I they all have to survive grasp of darkness. Basically. Yeah, yeah, that's which yeah. the red one doesn't. Red one does a, not. It's a yeah, five, four. yeah, I think you could you could reverse the stats on this as well. You can make it yeah. six four. Might make it better. I think that would be way better. I mean, mm. yeah, pretty clearly that would be way better. Yeah. Uh, also, they didn't. They thought grasp would have rotated out when they. Yeah, true. Starts, true. Yeah. So. It's just very weird. I guess Yehani's expertise is something that is relevant. Uh, and the minus one, minus yeah. one counter. So, like, having six toughness could could be a thing mm-hmm. if in this deck, I guess. I don't, I don't know. It's, it still is just very strange to me. I'm sure there is a reason yeah. for it, but I, I don't know what it is. And this this card does kind of combo with um, Hidden Stockpile, which is a black-white enchantment from Aether Revolt. Yeah. That whenever, like, if a creature left the battlefield under your control, or a permanent left mm. the battlefield, then you make a servo at the end of the turn. Yeah. And you can pay one and sack something to scry. Yeah, but presumably you'll be using the activated ability of the god rather than the hidden stockpile. But, but it just keeps giving you a, a servo. Yeah, yeah, oh, sure, sure. Handy, regardless, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's the handy thing. Or you can use it with zombies, zombie tokens, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So a repeated way to get zombie tokens, Liliana, I guess. There's group. Oh, you're discarding cards. Yeah, discarding. I don't think there's a way to just keep pumping them out, except for like get a Liliana. Mm-hmm. In which case, you probably don't need much help. At yeah, that point yeah. Anyway. true, true. Graph Harvest is uh, one mana enchantment. 
You exile a creature from your graveyard to get a zombie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you'd be putting creatures in the graveyard with this sack outlet. Yeah. I think, I think we cracked it. <laughs> yeah, it's hard, it's hard to think of a way to, <laughs> yeah. to make this card really worthwhile yeah. at the moment. Yeah, I think you need like a super dedicated deck. Um, cool card anyway. Probably good for commander and stuff like that. Yeah, could be a cool commander card, yeah. Um, even still, the sacrifice cost is a bit high. Yeah. yeah. Just the, the two mana is just really high. Yeah. Um, you really want stuff like this to be free. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, that 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 probably make it insane. Or a single black would be good, maybe, as well. Um, okay, so we will move on to the green god. Rowanus or something, is he? Ro- 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 I think it's called Rowanus. Yeah. Rowanus the hench. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Rowanus the swallow. Um, he is also 3 mana, so 2 in green. Uh, he is 5-5. Five, five. Uh, legendary creature god. Death touch indestructible, which I think this is the first time those two have been on a card together. Yeah, like, yeah that's nice. Yeah. yeah, intentionally. Um, he, oh, he is the indomitable. That's his actual name. Indomitable. <laughs> in case people were trying to look Yes. Uh, he can't attack or block unless you control another creature with power 4 or greater, so basically ferocious. And he can pay two and a green uh, to another, give another target creature plus two plus zero and trample until the end of turn. So pretty much he can always, almost always turn himself on if you have another creature. Yeah, I think it's be the easiest by far. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make the heroic prediction of saying this card is playable. <laughs> I think this card is very very good. Yeah, yeah, I think it's really good. Yeah, because uh, I, I think like we said, I had the gods the gods activate each other, and this is a case where you could just have another god just sitting there as an indestructible yeah. four six whatever, and mm-hmm. then that that would be enough to turn. Uh, this guy on, mm-hmm. um, which yeah, is pretty good. Yeah, I mean his his activated ability, um, like any pretty much any two drop, like if you play a two drop and then you play him and then the next turn use his ability, you're yeah, all, he's, he's always going to be able yeah. to attack because yeah. all the two drops that are played in standard at the moment have at least two. Yeah, and like even power. even without using his ability, like Grim Flare will become a four four and turn him on anyway. Like if you play a Tireless Tracker in turn three, you sacrifice one clue. Yeah. That has four yeah. power permanently as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Sylvan Advocate later in the oh, game yeah, yeah. Is, a, is a two drop that mm-hmm. will that will be four power. Like there's just a lot of ways in in green where this guy is just going to be very consistently online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like that's the deck that this just fits right into. Uh, that, uh, I, mean, I remember reporter was like more aggressive builds of the uh, of the green bacterium. Uh, something with a lower curve uh, with more creatures is something like this could just be right at home. In. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you'd be yeah you'd be attacking for you know, nine or more on mm-hmm. uh, turn four, which is. <laughs> Which is a great, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. Um, vehicles as well. Like if you can. Crew, yeah, yeah. Crew I mean, a lot vehicle. of vehicles have four power. Yeah. yeah. Um, like hard gear, hard fleet wheel cruiser. If somehow that's in the stack. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe there's also um, Hazaret, the red god. Yeah. Automatically uh, makes him active the turn that she yep. comes down. Yeah. So she comes down the turn after she's five power. Activates him. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. This card, this card is is really good. Uh, sadly, although he has death touch, he can't give himself trample to yeah, to get in there. That's another target creature. Yeah, that would be crazy because that would be pretty crazy for anyone who doesn't know. If if a creature has death touch and trample, uh, you can assign one damage to kill any blocker because that will be lethal due to death touch, and then the rest of his damage would would uh, would trample over. Trample, yeah. But sadly, he can't do that. He can give the Gitrog monster trample. <laughs> <laughs> Which is oh, all wow. I was thinking about. It's pretty good. Yeah. 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 yeah, and he would get in for seven trample. 
Actually, that, that could be a thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting excited now. Actually, <laughs> well, obviously, we got cycling. Uh, and yeah, I mean, money. I I was already thinking the Gitrog Master could maybe. Yeah. I was going to say make a comeback, but he's never really been around <laughs> yeah, in the first yeah. place. Uh, arrive. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. could arrive later. I hope the true god of yeah. Lamont Cat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the frog. The, the god of that random village. Frog Pharaoh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the, this card is just great. Uh, it just seems very. It doesn't even seem like you really have to like build around this card too much. Just like green yeah. green creature decks yeah. are just already going to be gonna doing have this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even if you have something like um, uh, uh, what's it called, Lamo Pacifist. Oh yeah. If you play that on two, play him on three. Then on turn, if you pass your opponent, they do nothing. It flips. And pass back. It flips, and they can both attack. Yeah. Because Lambo Pacifist will be a 4-4. Four, four. Yeah. That's pretty nuts. That's pretty bananas, oh, actually, yeah. yeah. Mindrack Demon turns him on as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's just... There's a lot of cards that... Uh... Siege Rhino? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Frontier. That's, yeah, that's the Godfarer right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this guy seems great. He's a big snake. Uh, although he's not a snake. A creature type. Because mm. he's no creature type. Because no, it's very fortunate. Did, did, have you guys seen the invocation of him? I, I don't think I saw it. I don't think I've seen it either. No, I, I think I've seen all the all of them except for him. Mm, okay, so I don't know if it's good. Yeah, I. I, I, <laughs> I mean, like, my prediction is it's not. Yeah. <laughs> our feelings remain unchanged. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that's the gods. Um, I I think at least the him, uh, the the and the red one. At yeah, least definitely. have a chance of having an impact on standard. Yeah, maybe Kefnet. Hopefully, yeah. Kefnet yeah I've like after seeing the sort of the the aggressive cards in this set. Yeah, know. I'm way way down on Kefnet. Yeah, yeah. 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 I yeah. still think it's a really cool card, but uh, it's maybe not. <laughs> maybe my wallpaper on my computer is so hype. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, so we will get into some of the other cards. Uh, so we'll start off with approach of the second sun. So it is a sorcery for seven mana, six and a white. Uh, if approach of the second sun was cast from your hand, and you've cast another spell named approach of the second sun this game, you win the game. Otherwise, put approach of the second sun into its owner's library, seventh from the top, and you gain seven life. Yeah. So seven mana, seven from the top, gain seven life. Win the game in seven turns. Win the game in seven yeah. turns. Yeah. Seven, uh, seven, 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 seven. It's this is a really cool card flavor wise, um, and it's one of those things where you're just like, there's so many of these in standard at the moment. These sort of janky alternate win conditions, yeah. yeah. And it's very easy. It just synergizes to, with the uh, Felder uh, Sovereign. Oh Gain yeah. seven Ooh. life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two alternate win conditions. Yeah. Uh, it's it's very easy to dismiss these these cards as just being sort of like just too awkward to get there so like uh, you gotta work much harder to win the game using these cards than you would just winning the game normally usually. yeah yeah uh, but this card could actually get there there was a i think mm -hmm. michael majors had a brew with this um where he, it was just an aetherworks marvel deck and naya mm -hmm. aetherworks marvel mm -hmm. deck and you basically just kind of were dirtling around and staying alive and casting removal and stuff and so if you if you cast this from your hand and then activate aetherworks marvel on your upkeep mm -hmm. the next turn you will get through the top six cards of your oh, deck, of put them on the bottom, it doesn't matter what you hit, and then you will draw nice. this seventh from the top again. Okay, yeah, good point. The next yeah. turn. So basically, it's so it's with good. this and Marvel, you will always get it, get it again the next also, turn. Also, I believe if you cast this and in response activate your Marvel, 
and then find another copy in the top six and cast it. So you cast that one first. Okay. Because yeah, it's above yeah. it in the stack. Yeah. And it wasn't cast from your hand. Yeah. But it just goes in, in seven from the top. And yeah. then the one that you cast from your hand resolves and you win. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So that's pretty, seems pretty good. I mean, that's now, <laughs> quite a complicated but uh, Yeah. Now, whether this is better than just like finding an Ulamog off your marble. Because <laughs> yeah. that, basically, that basically also says yeah, you win you the game. game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean, that, we have cast it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but, uh, but in the sort of if you're playing a sort of Marvel control deck, this card is actually castable from your hand, whereas Ulamog is not. So true. I don't know. This could, this could be a thing. Like it's 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 a, a janky alternate win condition that that could just have the tools to get there. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's kind of a cool card. Um, I mean, it's probably like. It'd be good in like kitchen table type decks as well. People yeah. will have yeah. fun with it. Yeah, yeah. it's a fun card. So it's um, very like flavorful, like approach of the second song. Yeah. Like your opponent knows your your yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's coming. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what what do you think of the whole second song Amonke Nickel Bowis stuff? Have you I know you've read reading the story yeah. a little bit all. Um, yes. So the second song, in case people don't know is Amonkhet has two two sons and you can see it in the art here uh, the, the bolus horns are on the horizon as they are in so many of these cards and uh, when the second son centers in the horns there's going to be something something's going to happen the god pharaoh is going to return and that's the, the hour of devastation if everybody's yeah. shit up yet yeah. Yeah. Um, well they don't know about that one you yeah, have some other hours. They, they, they've heard uh, okay. each other. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Our isn't, isn't uh, listed in any It's uh, going to be the hour right. of glory and the hour of revelation yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. But uh, they're a bit. They don't know the name. They, they yeah. don't know the name of the set yet. So yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think. And there's like another thing someone read a point today was that uh, on the art for each chapter of the story so far, it just shows it shows like a picture of the horizon with the bolus horns and the, on, on the horizon. But the sun is like getting closer to it. Oh, to and each one is it? So it is. Oh, like a, cool. I count down. Um, yeah, yeah, and then it kind of we're, yeah we're, we're, we're foreshadowing. So what's going to happen? Um, yeah. So now one thing you know tying back to our conversation at the start of the podcast uh, in one in the first chapter of the of the of the, of the magic story at one point Chandra uh, she's frustrated and she says the word geez, which oh implies God. that Jesus Christ exists, exists in, in the magic universe. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so it could be this. It could be his second coming. Three yeah, days. Yeah. Nicol Bolas is definitely a, a strong parallel for uh, for Jesus Christ. I mean, I yeah. think I'm <laughs> very very similar personality. Yes, he died and rose again. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry, that was Ugin. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> is definitely like Azorius, though. Or yeah, Bant, maybe. Probably, or Bant, yeah, probably yeah. Bant, Bant. Yeah, I'd say yeah. Bant. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Uh, Legendary no creature Bant. god. Yeah, I think somebody tried yeah. to design a Jesus card on, over <laughs> on the. Uh, I see one. I feel like I saw that. Yeah, it's a ba- it had a balm as well. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Yeah, okay, that's probably just a new one. Yeah. Maybe mine. Was, maybe the one that I saw was like sorcery or something about the Last Supper or something. Okay, well, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of uh, fertile ground there for a top down, <laughs> top down <laughs> Jesus card yeah, yeah. design. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's a little bit of foreshadowing as to what's to come. I mean, it's not too subtle, but uh, I it's guess cool. ball yeah. is not too subtle. Yeah. Those massive horns on the horizon. <laughs> hey, remember this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm coming back. I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so we have a lot of uh, white zombies to talk about. Um, so it seems to be black-white zombies are a bit of a theme of the set. 
Um, so a bit kind of an overlap, but a bit different from Innistrad, where they're mostly blue-black, or mm -hmm. they're all blue-black, and now they're white-black, so there's going to be an overlap there. And we have a lot of um, interesting white zombie cards here. So we have this Binding Mummy thing. It's one in a white 2-2. Two -two. Uh, whenever the zombie enters the battlefield under your control, you may tap target artifact or creature. Uh, we have the, the black-white one as well, um, which is called... Let's find the multicolored here. Something Wanderer, I think. Or Wandering Mummy, something like that. Uh, Wayward Servant. Close, Close enough, yeah. Uh, black White for 2 2. Whenever another zombie enters the battlefield under your control, each opponent loses one life and you gain one life. So, nice little drain there on a, on a body. Mm. And then there was also uh, Time to Reflect, which is uh, basically Path to Exile. Um, it's white for uh, instant exile a creature. Uh, you can only do this to the creature if it blocked or was blocked by a mummy. No, not a mummy. Zombie. Mummy's zombie. not a, not a yeah, creature. Yeah, by, yeah. <laughs> by a zombie this turn. Uh, so what do you guys think of these pushing um, black-white zombies instead of any other color? I, th I think it's cool. Like, um, like it's, it's not like it's breaking the color pie or anything like that. It, it's just a creature type you know what I mean yeah. so, so it's cool to see them explore mm -hmm. new, new sort of uh, designs and uh, just sort of uh, aesthetically and stuff like that with, with zombie creature mm -hmm. type I think it's cool I think like I don't think they're they're pushed enough to see a constructive play really mm -hmm. but like casual players love zombies so I, I think people are going to be really happy with this in general but what, what about the um, the lord of the accursed the new zombie lord so he's like two and a black for a two three and other zombie creatures you control get plus one plus one, and he has some other text as well about zombies. Yeah, and then there's also the, the uh, drain, the menace guy, plague voucher. Yeah, he, yeah. He's a five four for three. What is he? Yeah, but when he enters the battlefield, you put two minus one minus oh, one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. creature you control, but creature you control, not on him. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you can just you know, blow up that blister pod, get yourself a scion. Yeah, like yeah, well, you can put. Uh, characters on like a, a zombie token that you have yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah so you can pay one in a black for the Lord of the Accursed and tap him all zombies gain menace until end of turn yeah that's um, yeah that card's quite good Graph Harvest has that yeah Graph Harvest has yeah. that yeah, so. a, that card's pretty scary honestly like, yeah. that is that's the that's kind of the only one that I'm like oh yeah that could actually be good enough for Constructed mm -hmm. yeah because once you have a, 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 a tribe that has support from two separate blocks and then they get a lord. That's that's usually yeah. enough to at least yeah, like is. there's at least a tier two deck there. I think. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know whether it would be Esper or just pick one blue black or white black. Yeah. So I, well, you probably want uh, Gisa and Garalf in this deck, right? That's maybe it's Gisa and Garalf seems to win more to me. Slow. Yeah. It's very. Yeah. It's, it's like so, four yeah. mana, and then it just says you can cast zombie cards from your graveyard, yeah. which yeah. like most yeah. of them you can do that anyway. Like that's true. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it doesn't really do that much. Yeah, I mean, there's. Is there much draw to play blue then? Maybe not. I, don't know, I, I mean, I, I, I feel that. Like I mean, for male, maybe. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah, so you can awesome. usually find that in black as well. Yeah, uh, I feel like I've played like every variant of the zombie decks throughout the last hundred, and like, mm -hmm. I think um, one reason why they were, like, I'm going to say so strongly, didn't really go into tier one, but a big benefit of it was the lack of graveyard hate. But now we're seeing quite a bit of graveyard, graveyard hate in this set, so. That's a great point. I mean, point. it's like it's it's. I feel like the big um, the big benefit of playing zombies before wasn't enough to push into tier one, 
So now with these benefits, these new cards help up. The question is, will these new cards bring it to tier one when these new cards also come with some flat out? Yeah. Like if people are, are playing Graveyard Hate because of Scrap Heap Scranger and because of like Delirium, say if Delirium's mm. a strong deck, then, and you're just incidentally, your yeah. zombie deck is getting hit by people, by sideboard hate, people aren't even putting in there for your deck. Yeah. That's a pretty bad place to be. That is yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. But yeah, but that's what it seems like if the, the maybe there's like, there is a zombie deck that's more focused around uh, just the two, two tokens rather than, like rather than graveyard interactions, it just yeah. has, like there's, there's lots of cards that just make two, two tokens. Yeah. And it could be just, it could be just, maybe, maybe it could just be a black, white token deck and the tokens have yeah. to be zombies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good point. And then, like, the stuff that you do have, that's that's not a token creature. Like, that guy mm. just has incidental upside, like the Lord of the Accursed giving everything plus one plus one, yeah. or the, the Wayward Servant gives all your stuff drain. Um, I mean, you could play Liliana in that as well. Yeah, Liliana's definitely going in there. Yeah. yeah. And she, she mills you as well, which yeah. may not be useful in that. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah no, I think it could be a thing. Yeah, I mean, at the very least, it's a tier two deck. It's, it's a deck that people can... Like, you look at all the cards and you go, oh, this deck just builds itself. Yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and, yeah. I think the problem is that, like, on their own, the creatures are going to be underpowered compared to what everyone else is trying to do. In that's yeah, that's yeah. So, it's a, you're, like, w- once you get a critical mass of them, you're probably going to feel, like, unbeatable or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like when you're just playing your two-drop or whatever, mm-hmm. you're going to be outclassed by, you know, the two-drops other decks are playing. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah, you're, you're really kind of relying on your nut draw. I feel like that will be how it goes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see, but but to me, I'm very wary of, of sort of the, the, I don't know, is it like, zombies just kind of never get there, yeah, that's how I, I feel, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. it's more like a kitchen table thing, commander thing. But they they do like to always have that available as an option for, for newer players, because yeah. it seems to be, yeah. the newer players really gravitate gravitate towards tribal. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's and zombies same, especially. It's the same with the vampires deck that's, yeah. that's kind yeah, of that's always right. floating around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Which I'm sure we've all had losses to, at, you know, at f and or... Yep. Yeah, I, mean, I, I used to play it. I mean, I used to lose to it because yeah. <laughs> you just end up with these prizes and items in your hand that you can't cast. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so from uh, Black White Zombies, um, should we move on to Blue? I don't think there was anything left really in white that we wanted to talk about. Not from... No. From what we looked at cast out earlier I think we talked about that last week okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, so the first thing I have here is Vizier of Remedies so uh, oh no sorry that's that's white actually that's the, that's the last right. card in white that's a one and a white for a 2-1 and it has similar text to Malira it says if a 1-1 if a one, one counter would be placed or minus one minus one counter would be placed on a creature you control that many minus one minus one counters minus one are put on it instead. Yeah, so it's it is different to Malira in the rules. Yes, yeah. And that Malira says your creatures can't get minus one minus one. Characters. Yeah, like so they just Malira is just like no, these don't exist. Yeah, yeah. Um, Whereas, which, which I think in modern does have some implications for differences between the cards. Yeah, but, so so the yeah. card that everybody is kind of going crazy with with this guy is um, or lady. Mm. Is um, devoted druid, which is yeah. from Lorwyn, I think. Yeah, so it's it's uh, it's it's a one three, is it? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. and it, it says uh, remove. It comes in with two minus one minus one counters. No, I think it's the opposite. You can. Oh, sorry, put, you, you can put, can put, put one yeah, on it yeah. to make mana. Right. So it says yeah. So uh, so it's that's the cost of the ability. Yeah. No, sorry, it untaps it. 
So, so you tap it for green and you can put a, a minus one, minus one counter on it to untap it. Okay. Uh, but with Malira, you can't use the ability because since your creatures don't, can't get minus one, minus one counters, you're, un- you're unable to pay that cost. Yeah, yeah, just you're not allowed to do it. Yeah, but uh, with this new card, Devoted Druid makes infinite mana. Yeah, because you're allowed to still pay the cost, but just the no minus one, minus one counter goes on. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty insane. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty cool combo. Yeah, so like, I don't know what you can do. Well, like, well, okay, so like, to, so... so O2, actually. Sorry, O2, sorry. Yeah. Um, so Malaria, like, is a, is a green card. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this card is white. Uh, t- t- those two colors are in Abzan. There's a deck in Modern called Abzan Company, <laughs> which is based around a combo with Malira, which several combos with Malira, yeah. which can gain you infinite life, scry through your entire deck, mm-hmm. and kill your opponent with infinite damage from Murderous Red Cap. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the way they usually win. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or you, usually getting infinite life is enough. You just go, yeah. uh, can you beat this? And they go, and your opponent scoops. Yeah. Um, so... That deck also plays Court of Calling, uh, which is an X spell, mm-hmm. which means that if you put this card in your deck and these new extra copies of Malera, which make it easier to find your combo, okay, it means that if you have this and the Vizier, you can literally just just cord for any card, any, any creature in your deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on you know turn two, mm-hmm. so that's insane. Like yeah. that means that you can. Ass- assemble the infinite life combo on turn two and you can just in general uh, assemble your combo far more consistently than, mm-hmm. than you would be able to otherwise so do you think that these two cards are just going to go into that deck or will there be another deck i think i think it will just be in that deck yeah people people might rework the deck to to because like it's it's unclear kind of the i think that the deck is pretty tight so it's unclear if you're adding mm-hmm. devoted druid like what you're really removing like people play birds of paradise in that deck uh, and since it's Abzan, like that is obviously much better than Devoted Druid because it because it makes all all three of your colors. But like this might be worth the sacrifice of like removing a couple of the, your Birds of Paradise mm-hmm. to because uh, it plays Hierarch as well. But Hierarch is you can't really remove Hierarch; it's it's too good. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. So yeah. It's like yeah. This is this is pretty good for that deck. That deck was considered like one of the best decks in Modern maybe about a year ago. Yeah, uh, for quite a while until the format just kind of like sped up dramatically, or like it—I don't know if it sped up, but people just realized that like th- this was a little bit slow for for against what people were wanting to do in modern at the mm-hmm. time. And the deck uh, and the format is still really fast with the Death Shadow decks at the moment. Like it, people thought it would maybe slow down a little bit after Gitaxian Pro got banned and, and Grave Troll got banned, but. It turns out the Death Shadow decks are, are <laughs> extremely <laughs> resilient. Awesome. Yeah, they're pretty insane. Yeah. Um, and I think Abzan Company is pretty much just in tier two at the moment because it can't okay. it can't really compete against the Death Shadow decks. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like if if you're adding both ways to make your combo a lot more consistent, yeah, and ways to power out your combo faster with the same card in the deck. Like that could, in my opinion, I, I'm not a modern expert, but it seems like that's a that's a huge boost to a deck, mm-hmm. right? It's very rare that a card will get printed that does two jobs in in an extremely streamlined modern deck. Yeah, like that's just almost unheard of. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so this card's pretty pretty yeah. crazy for modern. Seems fairly nuts. Yeah, yeah. 
And I mean, at, at worst, it's just extra copies of Malira for the same combo. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Well, basically. Yeah. Um, and not legendary. Um, okay, so we'll move on to blue then. Uh, the first card I have is Sensor, with very sweet art, which is uh, basically four spikes, so it's one in blue. Uh, counter target spell, unless the controller pays uh, an extra one mana mm -hmm. of any color. Uh, but this has the very important addition of cycling for blue. Yeah. So you can pay blue and discard to draw a card. So uh, similar to miscalculation, but the you know it's a bit different. It's controller controller pays one instead of two, uh, but the cycling cost is less, but it's colored. Yeah, but it's the fact that it's colored doesn't really matter. You're always yeah. going to have a single yeah. blue. In your yeah, game. I mean, yeah, if, if yeah, if you could play this, you're probably going to yeah. have the blue. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, it is like let's not kid ourselves. It is it is much much worse than misdirection, I think. But is it? I think so. Like paying one is yeah, one and two are a big difference. I yeah, suppose. yeah. Um, like making them making them play off curve for two mana rather than one mana is like, yeah. is a huge tempo swing in a game. Yeah. But at the same time, like if you're like playing in a tournament and you, your your deck is unknown to your opponent, you you can just get them you know turn two or whatever with this card. It can throw off their whole game plan. Like let's say they're playing Marty vehicles and. You know, you can or their Heart of Kieran or their Thalia on turn three or their Gideon on turn four or whatever. Like their mm -hmm. whole, their whole plan for the game can just fall apart because of that. And when it doesn't work, it's it's like such a negligible cost to cycle it that yeah, this card just just seems extremely playable. Yeah, like even the, the fact that you can get rid of it later on when think, yeah. there's no chance of it countering anything. Yeah, and just cash it in for a card is amazing because. The, the two mana counter spells that are currently in standard are heartbreaking because it's like negate and horribly awry are the are the top ones and if you have the wrong one in hand you're pretty screwed yeah yeah um, like if you don't have the negate when they go for the Gideon and or you don't have the the horribly awry when they go for the scrounger or whatever it is yeah you're just you're not gonna have a good time in that game no so the fact that this can counter anything creatures planeswalkers Artifacts doesn't matter. Yeah, and you can just get rid of it later when you don't need it anymore. When you have a better counter in your hand, you can get rid of it and draw into a disallow or something like that. Yeah, and like then the other person's just really sad. And Probably. like standard at the moment is absolutely about playing your man, playing on curve. Yeah, efficiently. people curve out like That's, a lot yeah. most of the time. Yeah, yeah, I, I think this card, this card is huge for that. And uh, like you're, I mean, because people have been playing Revolutionary Evil. Um, I mean, not not very often, but you see it appear in sideboards and stuff. So yeah. I think if, if people are making the decision, this, the decision to play that card, then that shows that this card has place. Well, that revolutionary rebuff would be played so much more if it didn't have that artifact clause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it yeah. would have like uh, it would have last last season as well because of when Marvel got popular, the card mm -hmm. just became yeah. completely unplayable yeah, as well. Exactly. Basically, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that, I wish Revolutionary Buff could have just not had that clause. <laughs> it's such a strange, crazy thing for it to have. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's weird. This block, Amonkhet, already, there's just this set, has so much hate. Yeah, yeah. And like, Kaladesh had nothing. No hate for anything. It's just like, yeah. go nuts, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you have a limited time. Uh, yeah. Until then, you know, until Amonkhet comes out, you know, go nuts. But like so much hate in this set because the sand man, you know, the sand gets into your artifacts and your machines, and yeah, it's really coarse. Grady, yeah, it's between your toes, you can't, you can't focus on casting your spells. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so, I mean... This card's deadly. In a world inspired by, yeah. by Nicol Bolas, or created by Nicol Bolas, we have to expect some hate. Yeah, this card is amazing. I think this card, more than any other card in the set, will actually hold together a control deck, if there is one. Definitely. Yeah, I like the, it, it, Even the threat of it is very real. Like, uh, Michael Majors made a great point as well uh, on the game podcast that he does with Jerry Thompson, that uh, there's, there's almost no way to put a value on the amount of equity you would get from uh, just turn one against an unknown opponent, cycling this end of turn on turn one against <laughs> the psychological damage. <laughs> yeah, that's huge. Does the whole rest of the game just gone? You, 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 you must have another one. You must have another one. You just gone into it. Like, yeah. 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 yeah, I, I, yeah. I got bamboozled pretty hard uh, by this game. <laughs> by, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you don't play your land before combat. That's just crazy. But, yeah. uh, well, you should now because there's a force spike in the well, I mean, you, you do most of the time, I think. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, <laughs> I've actually... There are differing schools of thought on this, but I think yeah. a, lo- a lot of people don't. Really? Yeah, I a lot of people do. don't. Yeah. Yeah. I, ju- I almost always do, what? just in case I need, so, need to do stuff. But, yeah, well, yeah, well, he, uh, well, Al had six lands out already at this point. Okay, well, yeah. D- yeah. I mean, it depends what's in your hand. Yeah. yeah. Like, if, if that's all that's in your hand, then obviously no. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so yeah. it was just, well, was like a combat. The situation was, yeah, what happened? Uh, I, I, I had a gear hulk, I was attacking with a gear hulk. I had we we should explain this where, where this mm. was. Oh, I'm X Mage? Are you yeah. saying that? Yeah, 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 okay, right, yeah. It was X Mage, everybody. Screaming <laughs> yeah. from the rooftops. Yeah, so I played like an X Mage, so these cards are just coming out there today. So I, I, had a, I had a sensor in the graveyard. No, sorry. I disallowed the graveyard. Um, I had a, a gear hulk in my hand and a gear hulk on the battlefield. I attacked with the gear hulk. They cast um, Emanating Glare, targeting my Gear Hulk. I was like, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do pretty well with this. I'm going to play my second Gear Hulk. I'm going uh, to target the Disavow my graveyard to, yeah, to, to the counter thing. this. Yeah. And then they hit me with a sensor. And I was like, oh, I could, I could have just played yeah, just an island pre combat. Yeah, and then this yeah, wouldn't yeah. have happened. <laughs> yeah. So it is something uh, like everyone's going to get hit by that at least once, I think, yeah, when yeah. you're not used to playing against the card. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hopefully it's just once. Hopefully that's a lesson learned. Like, yeah. like I mean, like yeah. other cards that are similar to this, like Revolutionary Rebuff, and well, Revolutionary Rebuff, Rebuff didn't get played a lot, but the, the thing that did get played a lot, played a lot was Spell Shrivel, yeah. which yeah. is three, yeah. which are not usually, is not reasonable to pay, so you don't end up like, you don't end up in a situation where you need to play your land exactly. to play around that that's yeah. It, yeah. a lot. So it's either like it gotcha or it didn't. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. this, you can get around it if Very you think about it ahead. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, cool card. Very excited to see if it uh, inspires any 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 uh, control decks in standard. Mm-hmm. Why so many questions? What's the Why so many questions? That's yes. the favorite mm-hmm. text from Timet. Zero of Nectar One. And it, it, the, the art is extremely good. Who's the artist on this one? Mm. I love the art. Uh, John Stanko. Unfortunate name. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So sensor. Um, okay. From one card with cycling blue to another card with cycling blue, we have curator of mysteries. I believe it's mysteries. 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 Oh, one. No. Ah, there he is. He's over there. Okay. So we shall read the text for you. It is a two blue blue for a, a creature sphinx. He is a four four flyer. Whenever you cycle or discard another card, scry one, and he himself has cycling for a single blue mana. Mm-hmm. And it's important to note that his uh, his ability of scry one only happens if he's on the battlefield, not if yeah. you know he's in yeah. your hand or something like that, or you yeah. cycle him himself. Um, so this is amazing because you scry one before. 
draw you draw the card from cycling, yeah. so you can have a scry and then a draw. Yeah. Um, and he's a great beater. Uh, you can get rid of him if you're like dying for a land drop. Yep. Um, doesn't protect himself, but he has great stats for a flyer. Like yeah, yeah, four, 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 four flyer for four. four. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the card seems very good. Uh, I guess like I like I, I'm not too high on this card, and I don't really know why. I guess apart from the fact that like. I just think that it's unlikely that the blue deck is, if there's a good blue deck, that it's going to be that mid rangey. Okay. Is kind of yeah, what I'm thinking, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, generally, if I'm playing like a blue flyer, I kind of want it to be like a finisher that protects itself. Yeah, like, you, you obviously want Geralt or something like that. Right, yeah. So, like, so, so generally, like, the, the wisdom behind blue control finishers is they have to be good. When you're behind, yeah, because they have to they have to do the job of of getting you back in the game and then ending the game, whereas this is just like an efficiently costed attacker. So I'm I, like, and I just don't see it being likely that blue is the color that you're in if if you want to be that type of deck. Yeah, um, but like the stats speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. Like the, the card is obviously good in a vacuum. So well, I, I mean, I, he he kind of does. Do something for you when you're behind, in right? You cycle. can cycle, yeah, sure. Yeah. But uh, but that that's not too much. You yeah, know what I mean, I, it definitely feels like for a card to be like it's for you to be really happy about playing a card in constructed these days, it has to be like nuts. Yeah, like m- much more than this guy is nuts. This guy yeah. is just like cool, sweet. Yeah, yeah, good card, efficient card. Uh, like compared, he, he would have to be like a six six for four or something like that, because <laughs> yeah. like he does die through everything. Three. Like he dies to grasp, he dies to failed push if it's yeah. right. if it's well, revolved. Yeah. He dies to like harness lightning if it, you have an extra energy. Yeah, dies pretty much everything. So like compare this card to like Avison, which is the mid range flying four four finisher. Yeah, so like for be- one the, extra mana. What, what, like yeah. one of the one of the best ever printed, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's one extra mana has vigilance. Has a million flash. lines, a million lines of relevant text. Yeah, yeah. yeah. flash. Yeah, it gives your creatures indestructible. Flips into a six-five that rats the board. Yeah, you know what it I mean. And your opponent and like, the, like that's what you're doesn't draw cards though. Does not draw cards. <laughs> yeah, but like that's what you're competing with, yeah. and it's in a color better suited to be sort of a mid-range, yeah, too aggressive deck. You know yeah, what, what I mean? What about if there's sort of a return of blue eye flash? What about if this and Abyssin are in the same deck? Doesn't die to Abyssin when she flips. Um, no, that's true. Yeah, I mean, if uh, I feel like if Gideon is still legal, I think that's gonna be my four drop. But I guess we said we we yeah. try and ignore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we try and ignore the, 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 the big boys. Yeah, yeah. I I, I was I was trying to make this for earlier with my blue red tempo deck, mm. uh, and I kind of felt like when I was casting, I I never really wanted to cast this in turn four. I had like sweet removal and counter spells in my hand. Yeah, like I know. When I get this onto the battlefield, it's gonna start the end. The engine will start going. I'll be crying. Yeah. I'll be cycling. But like, like on turn four, you rarely want it. And that deck doesn't want to uh, tap out. Yeah. So so, so in a deck like that, compare this to like Sphinx of the Final Word. Yeah. Where like you like again, you don't want to play that early. You don't want mm. to tap out for it. Like you want to like you want to just like just keep them out of the game for as long as possible, just one for one them over and yeah, over again. Yeah. Eventually they're going to run out of cards and then when you play your Sphinx, they're, it's, you it's know, so it's hard. so hard for them to come back. Yeah. Whereas this, uh, you know, will hard. will just die to whatever removal spell they have. Yeah. So you kind of need it to be in a deck that has a lot of other targets for their removal and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. I'm a bit sad now. 
know. I, 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 I actually, I, yeah, fairness, yeah. Fairness to Carol, I, I was really high in this card, man. You convinced me. You, you yeah. helped. I, helped I mean, yeah, I, yeah, focus yeah. my reasons why I didn't like it. I, yeah. I don't know if, if I'm right on that, but I just feel like this is not a blue... This is not what I want to be doing if I'm playing blue. Yeah, yeah. I think I think if, if like I have a, a sad feeling that you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, unless like a whole new archetype behind Imagine Jet emerges. Yeah. Ooh, this could work and emerge. I'm wondering. Um, <laughs> yeah, unless there's something new and an entirely new, new deck we haven't considered that this fits into, it will be good. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, there could the be moment, a blue black blue black cycling discard control deck with this like on Archery if they're just put like minus one minus one counters on Doom draw cards draw cards and this is obviously very good with Drake Haven yep. so yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that could that, like was... Drake Haven could just be powerful enough mm-hmm. that, that this is a thing mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah and as the spoilers have gone on I, I really think that Drake Haven is going to be is, is the more likely of cards to see play than Kefnet yeah, yeah. Seems as, as, as a, yeah, a true yeah, yeah. drop thing yeah. anyway um, okay, we move on to Essence Scatter. Uh, this is a card that a lot of people would be familiar with. It's a reprint. Yep. Uh, a card yeah. that I kind of I don't understand why this just isn't just evergreen and standard with negate. It just seems like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so it's one in a blue instant counter target creature spell. Great. It's fine. So, yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. Don't like the decent that. card. So <laughs> it's just it's just another building block for like a basic blue control deck where yeah. you're just giving people the option of like you got this, you got negate, build your control deck. What do you think you're going to play against? Mm-hmm. You know, how many of these yeah. do you want? How many negates do you want? And uh, to me, yeah, this card should just should just have never been out of standard. Yeah. 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 I mean, we had horribly awry, which was not seen, was not played a lot, um, until quite recently and was put in the in the team or tower decks recently yeah um, but like and I, you could say that the on one side of horribly awry it's, it's much better than Essence Scatter because it exiles the, the card mm-hmm. and, and exile is quite relevant now but uh, not being able to hit those super impactful five drops Ishkana Avison yeah yeah Gearhawks yeah is very important yeah the fact that in a in a control mirror you could potentially leave this card in your deck to counter like a, a blue gear hook or something. Yeah, that might be insane. Yeah. You know, it might be, or you know, not even leave it in. Just game one yeah. could be could be huge. Or like Virgil's gear hook is, is the main one that I think about. Um, yeah, like that's coming down on turn four in those decks a lot of the time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of times you, you might be playing off curve with tap lands. You might not have the, the the ability to like disallow or whatever. So I think having this. Again, it's an important building block like sensor for the for the control decks. Sensor I can maybe see as like a four of this, probably not so much, probably like maybe two or something like that. Yeah. Um I think of, you're gonna have a certain amount of slots for this in the gate. Yeah. And you're gonna have to figure out which, yeah, which way you want to go. Exactly. Adjust yeah. post board, whatever. Yeah. You, you can yeah, yeah. Um and then we have a pull from tomorrow. This is our last blue card that we're gonna talk about today, I think. Which is very sweet, uh, very similar to Sphinx's Revelation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's X blue blue, uh, draw, and it's an instant, uh, draw X cards, and then discard a card. Yeah, just, so seems, just seems just very good to that's me. That's rare. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it doesn't work with Torrential Gear Hulk, which is a well, bummer. Unfortunately, yeah. Well, I mean, you can, X spells just don't. You can work. discard a card. It works. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah not, not the way you want it to. Yeah. Well, you can make a Drake. It, yeah, yeah, that's true. yeah, I suppose. <laughs> get, them, get them a fire temper. Yeah, so. pay one, make a Drake could actually. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. I, I, I foresee that will happen 
at you know competitive level. Yeah, I can see I, that happening. Everyone yeah. will laugh heartily. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this this again seems like one of those cards. Like they seem like seems like they've put a, a good few cards in that could hold up a control deck. Yep. Um, instant speed good draw spells are one of those things previously yep. we had Glimmer of Genius um, so Glimmer of Genius is still better than this in a lot of situations yeah. but once you start getting above like X equals 3 mm -hmm. then that's when it's better than Glimmer of Genius Just you know? bad, there also is the other 4 mana much closer to Glimmer Genius draw two card. Yeah, so it's hieroglyphic elimination. Yeah, so that's and again that is just this will also get played in control decks. It's just it's also good. Yeah. Yeah, like if your if your deck cares more about cycling and has no energy. Yeah. This I mean even still this is not not better than Glimmer Genius because but it's it's another option. A lot of people think it is. I don't think it is and I don't think it's particularly close. No, I think Scry 2 is a lot better than Cycling Blue. Yeah. People disagree about that. I'm I'm firmly on on your side. Yeah, no, I think Glimmer Genius is better than this. Yeah, by, not by loads, but by a decent amount. I think it's uh, yeah, it's it's clear that that Glimmer Genius. Yeah, is cool. yes, I, yeah, it's clear. Cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, the the people what people say about this is that oh, you can you can cycle it if you're going to miss your land drop. Yeah, I feel like in this deck, you're never going to keep a hand where you're going to be missing the land drop that early. I mean, it really it does stuff. happen very occasionally, but I it feel does, like yeah. I feel like that's so marginal yeah. that mm -hmm. the the power level you're losing out on isn't worth yeah. it for those situations. I mean, I mean I think it's, it's good because it, it, it works both ways if you're getting flooded or if you're getting screwed. It's true, really nice. True. Yeah. yeah. But Scry 2 have, also kind of helps. That's true, yeah. yeah. You can just yeah. go like, okay, two lands on the bottom yeah. or two lands yeah, on the top, yeah. whatever. Um, yeah. But sorry, back to uh, the, the other yeah, one with the, yeah. the, the Sphinx's Rev. Yeah. Similar, yeah. So obviously Sphinx's Rev costs uh, an extra white yeah. Um, uh, but, but you, you don't discard. Yeah, you, and you, you don't, don't discard. discard so yeah. it's essentially the same mana cost for the same amount of cards in your hand. Um, but you don't gain life. Yeah, yeah. But like, once you start getting to some of the higher mana costs, this probably this could be better than than Sphinx's Rep. Yeah, I mean, if you can't, well, I, I think the life gain means that's never true. Well, what if? Okay. Well, what <laughs> what if you cast Sphinx's Rev for X equals Two, so five yeah. total. Sure. So you draw two cards, gain two life for five mana. Yeah. Or this for X equals three. So the same convert mana cost, draw three, three discard one. That's yeah, probably yeah. better. And like in your control deck, there probably are like a couple of dead cards. Yeah. yeah. And you could be know. discarding that card and paying an extra one to make a Drake. Yeah. But I feel like, uh, but it would be so hard for me to justify not just spending the extra mana to draw another card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you need the blocker, if you need the blocker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if, yeah. You've, if you've been put in a position where you need the blocker, okay, fair enough. We can justify yeah. the break. <laughs> but otherwise, I'm tapping out for this every time. Basically, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think this card is really good. Yeah, like, yeah. Instant speed draw spells. Yeah. Especially flexible ones with X and their costs. Very important for control. Yeah. And that's pretty much all the blue cards I wanted to talk about, I think. And that's like more good blue control cards probably in any single spoiler season in since I've come back to playing Magic, I think. Yeah, oh, yeah. probably. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, yeah unfortunately. Yeah, we've got Cancel as well. Counter, Taggart, Spell. Yeah. Whoa. It's uh, the, what, the, the, um. the, the fourth worst Cancel <laughs> standard at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a lead. Well, hold on. There's a, there's a scatter to the winds, void oh, shatter, yeah. disallow. Scatter to the winds has awakened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. 
Although that might be worse than cancel because normally you're just opening up your land yeah. to get blown up when yeah. you cast Awakened cards, which True. is the worst part yeah. about them because True. only control decks want them and they usually don't care about having a 2-2 yeah. and exposing their land to a Grasp of Darkness. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Uh, okay, let's get rid of those. Okay, we move on to black. Um, bone Picker. Oh, this card's yeah. amazing. I'm actually... I, I, I was this card. Yeah. So it's a three and a black for a creature bird. Three, two, um, with flying and death touch. And it costs three less to cast if a creature died this turn. So basically it has morbid. So you can cast it for a single black if something died. Yeah, so it's the only possible interesting interaction with the black god, I guess. <laughs> in this set. In which case you're still paying one black black. Yeah, to yeah. Which is good for a three two yeah, flyer death. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um this is gonna be absolutely bananas and limited, I think. This is, it's, oh, yeah. it's gonna be yeah. unbeatable and limited. I, I think it really will like be your bad. opponent is gonna have to trade off with something. Uh, you know they're gonna. They're, there's gonna be times where your opponent is a little bit behind, and they feel they already feel bad about the trade they're making in combat. Yes. And then after this, you just play the after combat. You play this and another creature, yeah. and they're just like, "Oh, I lost the game." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and then again, yeah, on when when your opponents adjust to that, you can like you know fearlessly swing your two twos into their tree trees, and they're not gonna block. Yeah, like I don't get blown out by a bone picker. Yeah. So so that's what I thought about this card initially. Uh, which is funny it's kind of like a revolt card except for it's way better than almost all the revolt cards they printed in the revolt set well it's morbid right yeah yeah it's morbid but yeah it's either, either yeah. Uh, it's like um, but, but then I I kind of didn't think about this for constructed when I initially saw it I was like great limited card love it mm-hmm. and then I saw like oh this reddit thread about this card has 1500 comments or <laughs> you know yeah. and I was like maybe I should take another look at this card and then yeah. I went oh yeah this is actually kind of just insanely good, probably for constructed as well. Yeah, in, I mean, in, in like it, every format. Yeah, well, standard. I don't know, but like, well, the death touch makes it more relevant than standard, probably. Yeah, I, th- I think legacy is the yeah is the the first place you go to when you see this card. Yeah, because if you can make room for it in like Grixis Stalver, which is the the deck I talked about last week that I played in the legacy tournament, mm-hmm. um, this card works really well with Cabal Therapy uh, and Young Pyromancer tokens mm-hmm. which is already like kind of an engine you oh, have going in that deck mm-hmm. so like if you so you can flash back a Cabal Therapy from your graveyard for free sacrifice a 1-1 with Young Pyromancer yeah. make another 1-1 take a card from their hand and then play a 3-2 Death Touch Flyer for a black mana that sounds pretty good yeah, yeah. That, that, I mean, that, that's, <laughs> that's really, you could have board one in your hand and then they'll all you yeah just, yeah you yeah, just, yeah, you yeah you jam them out there yeah it's um, <laughs> annoying me. Yeah, and uh, like that sounds kind of hard to set up, and like the Grixis Delver lists are are already, you know, people like those lists have been much the same for for a long time now. They're very streamlined lists, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, this this card seems like it, it's, the power level is just really high. It seems like there has to be a, a deck that that will yeah. want to play this. Uh, modern, I'm not so sure about. I'm not sure how easy it is to turn on in modern. Uh, what like without kind of you know losing a card or whatever in the process you know that's that's easier with, with mm-hmm. cabal therapy and legacy but yeah there could there, again there could be like grixis delver exists in modern too it's it's not as fast as streamlined but it could be a card there as well mm-hmm. yeah i mean and like the fact that fatal push was printed recently like 
Yeah. If you look at the, the, the three best removal spells or whatever, you have Path, Bolt, and, and, and Fatal Push. Mm-hmm. Um, Path doesn't activate this because nope. it died. Fatal Push does. So having that being such a uh, popular spell in, in Modern at the moment, yeah. you know, if you can just pay turn two, double black, kill your one drop or yeah. whatever, and play this guy. That's an obscene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And as well, getting rid of this is annoying with Fatal Push. Because it has four seasons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not that hard in modern because you have fetch yeah. but still annoying. Yeah, you might have to bolt yourself to take it. Exactly. Which is yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so cool card. Um, so Ste- yeah, and again, as you said, standard. Uh, I don't think it's. Yeah, I, I don't know. Anything. Like the fact that it's a flyer and has death touch means that, like, you, if you can manage to play it early, I mean, feather push is also a standard. And yes. um, if you can manage to play it early. It can maybe pressure planeswalkers and late it's still relevant because you can just play it for four True. or whatever and it has the death touch. So maybe. Yeah, we are um, currently yeah. in the world where people are main decking shock. So True, yeah. 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 So two toughness, yeah. not the best. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, we'll, we'll remains to be seen. Yeah. Um, that's kind of really all I wanted to talk about in, in black because the other stuff was the zombie stuff that we kind of already yeah, talked about. Yeah. Um, we didn't really mention Dread Wanderer, which is the new kind of jackalpup. Funny enough, it's like it's a jackal. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Even jackal pop wasn't so. Yeah, exactly. So it's a black two one. Uh, enters tapped, and you can play. You can pay three mana, two and a black, to return it from your graveyard to the battlefield. Uh, sorcery speed. Uh, if you only that. if you have one or fewer cards. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, it has that. Yeah. that text. Yes. So yes. Uh, it's not scrap heap scrounger. <laughs> no, no. It's, uh, Significantly worse. Well. It's yeah, it's, it's different, but I I think it's clearly worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not particularly. Interested I mean, it can block. It can block. Yeah. But, I mean, you have to return it at sorcery speed, and it's tapped. Yeah, so it can, yeah, it, yeah. it can't block for a turn. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, this could be part of a zombie deck as well. True. Um. It, it, sorry, it also it also can't crew vehicles when it comes back, which Scranger can. Good yeah, point. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Triggers a magma. Yeah, like Ooh, and, that's, and, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. always a thing. And in, in those battle decks, you, you run out of cards, you run out of cards so quickly, so this, like, you're, you're getting benefit from one of the other cards. Mm-hmm. True, so, true. Yeah. Um, yeah, this will haunt the dead. Yeah. What do, you, what do you think about this in the, the black-red version of the zombie deck? Yeah, yeah, I think it's... Well, yeah, I, I feel like um, the, 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 one of the benefits of black-red version was how it operates instant speed. Like, you're essentially flashing in your Valdir and Priya and getting true. your, your token true. and your Magum. So I think the fact... This being a sorcery speed is a huge loss to that. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. And it's, it costs it costs three as well, which is like a it's huge loss. Yeah. 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 Just like yeah. yeah. two one. Yeah. Yeah. One of the best things about that the black red deck is you can just have all this mana open, have all yeah. these cards in hand, and just say pass to go turn to them to yeah. your opponent and then yeah. go off. But yeah, this and it being one CMC that. as well, like it doesn't really help with emerging all that much. Yeah. Either. Yeah. I think so that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think it could be a part of a zombie deck. Don't yeah. know if it's if it's quite <clears throat> there in yeah. terms of power level, um, but yeah, remains to be seen. the The ability to have like eight good one drops with this and um, Crip Breaker could be good. That's yeah, true. That's yeah, that's yeah. True. Um, okay, so that's it. Oh no, we have one more black card and uh, never to return. So aftermath cards. Uh, this probably could be a place to talk about aftermath cards in general. How we feel about them yeah, now. Sure. So never to return is it's a uh, you have to go all the way to the bottom of the yes of the article yeah so it is a uh, one black black sorcery destroy target creature or planeswalker mm. 
And then the aftermath part is three and a black. Uh, obviously, you can only cast it from your graveyard. Uh, and then you exile it, and it's also a sorcery. And it says, exile target card from a graveyard, create a 2-2 black zombie creature token. Yeah, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> yeah, like, we keep getting these cards that are just worse than Heroes Downfall. Yeah, just... yeah. Why do they have to be sorcery speed? Like, yeah, it's so terrible. Why do wizards want planeswalkers to be so good? Like, why do they hate us? Planeswalkers are the face of the sector. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but like, even if we had Heroes Downfall, they'd still be really good. <laughs> I, mean, I think that's the part that they don't, they don't get. Yeah, because yeah. so many of them, they just create an advantage for you when they come in, like one activation and they've already yeah. done something. Yeah, it's and then, two for one. Yeah. But, but in the world we live in then, you have to basically tap out next turn as well yeah. to get rid of them. It's just... Yeah, which gives them the chance to play another threat, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's, I'm so disappointed by this. I really thought we'd get uh, like a good Planeswalker removal spell. Yeah. We got cast out, to be fair. Which is, which yeah, is cast out's good, good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I was really bummed out when I saw this. It's yeah. like... The, like it, it'll be a house in limited. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a machine in limited. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for constructed, I don't know. People will probably play this. It's Maybe better yeah. than Ruinous Path. It is definitely better than Ruinous Path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah I mean, not so like so much incidental graveyard hate in this set in general. Yeah. The fact that ret- the return part is a sorcery is really annoying, though. Yeah, yeah. Because like anything that you want to like target that's in a graveyard, you have to wait for them to top out. In order to do yeah, it, yeah, like, like if it's, it's, if it's a stranger or something, they could just in get response, rid of it. Yeah. Speed. <laughs> well, they're, 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 they're not jackal book, like, yeah. <laughs> Good point. But it's also super annoying because it would be really cool if one half of this was an instant, because then you could Torrential Gear Hulk uh, either, either half of it. Oh, that'd be so sweet. Yeah, but you can't. Cause, oh, cause both halves are no. Yeah. I'm missing this. I mean, there are some examples where one half is instant, so if one half of a half-back card is instant, you can cast either half. Either half. Gear Actually, I, maybe we shouldn't say that because I, I haven't read through the release notes. I am pr- I'm pretty sure. That's I'm it. pretty sure as well, okay. but I, yeah. let's just say that you know, we'll, we'll go at 99%. Sure. Well, well, yeah. People were confidently saying that before the release notes, and, yeah. I, and yeah. I haven't okay. heard anything. Yeah, I haven't heard anything contradiction that. Yeah, it would have been big news. Yeah. 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 yeah, just um, just to make sure. Yeah, so that's a bummer. Uh, and I guess segueing into, I think, Aftermath cards in general are a bit of a bummer um, none of them to me seem particularly pushed mm-hmm. and yeah. like some of the designs are cool but just like the mana costs and the sorcery speed of a lot of the effects to me they uh, they they just they were obviously being very careful with them because like the value they could they can generate is is pretty insane just kind of like yeah like I, I've I've never played with flashback cards because I when I started playing yeah there hasn't been any flashback cards since then. I mean, I've played with them sometimes in, yeah. in stuff. But um, I think that... I actually think that a lot of these are better than we think that they are. Yeah, I could see that. And that they're sure. going to be played more than we think they are. Obviously, some of them, yeah. like this terrible thing, prepared to fight, are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Make it double. Really, really terrible. Like, fight is worse than one to week. So... Yeah, you know I mean? could, like that's like that's a rare, and even I've seen people complaining about the fact that this is this is a rare, even in a limited context. Yeah, where I think, to be honest, I think it's fair that it, that it's rare for limited because it is a two for one, like a, a lot of the time. Yeah, but, yeah, but like it's also fine for a good uncommon to be a two for one in limited. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah, yeah. 
So uh, that, that's the that's the one that uh, the the front side is uh, untapped target creature gets plus two plus two and lifelink. Yeah. Uh, and then the the back half is is a fight card. Yeah. So Good so fight no no extra. Error yeah. So I mean so a lot of the time in limited that that could be backbreaking but like it it feels very underpowered for a rare it's it's just a lot of these cards I feel like, I feel like they were a smidgen too cautious with these cards mm-hmm. I don't feel like any of them I don't like usually with this type of mechanic there's at least one card that's like a standout like oh they push this one they yeah, really want yeah. this they really want to mm-hmm. show off this mechanic I don't feel like any of the aftermath cards really do that yeah, especially with the new update sorry I'll you oh, yeah, say yeah, for, for me it feels like that both halves of each of these cards are really like under the, the, the baseline yeah. and, and your rationale being that oh well it's two cards together so they both have to be subpar to yeah. be a good card well yeah well, I, like, we, we've seen so many times other new mechanics have no, uh, when, when, I, when I first saw these spoilers come out I could just yeah, completely envision yeah, one that was super pushed like two full cards you know mashed together yeah um, mm-hmm. so but I don't know yeah, well, especially with the rules update of how double cards are, uh, how split cards are kind of, um, how they consider the mana costs. Yeah. So um, so now how it works is the, the converted mana cost of a split card uh, when it's not on the stack is considered to be the sum of both halves. Yeah. So like, for example, Spring to Mind, which is uh, a sorcery for a ramp spell, search a library for a card, a land card, put onto the battlefield tapped, and then shuffle. Uh, so that's two and green and then mind is cast from your graveyard draw two cards it's an instant actually it's the only one that's an instant from mm-hmm. your graveyard it's four blue blue so the total converted mana cost anywhere not on the stack is nine yeah okay. if it's on the stack as spring it's three if it's mm-hmm. on the stack as mind it's six but everywhere else all of the zones it's it's nine yeah so this is probably worth talking about a bit because people kind of had differing opinions about this uh like one thing that sucks a little bit about this rules change is that it basically kills off a modern deck. Yeah, that yeah, people a couple had, of modern decks. Uh, yeah, so basically, uh, with with fuse cards, basically is is where uh, this kind of sucks. So fuse cards with brain in a jar and with the expertises specifically, mm-hmm. which uh, which let you so say like Kari Zev's expertise mm-hmm. is. Three mana, right? Yeah, it's one red, red. Yeah, and it lets you cast uh, a spell with converted mana cost two or less mm-hmm. uh, from your hand without paying its mana cost. So there, yeah. so there's a reanimator deck. There was well, raw was now a yeah, reanimator yeah. deck in modern um, that used that and the and the and the fuse card breaking entering, where uh, breaking I believe mills you for six and en- be eight. eight yeah and six, uh, or eight, yeah. six or eight and uh, entering lets you bring a card back from your graveyard yeah or sorry any graveyard yeah um, so using an expertise or brain in a jar you were able to cast both halves of this uh, for free essentially because of because of the way it worked with converted mana cost so that deck is now basically completely dead because it, yeah. just, it just doesn't work anymore uh, which is a bummer people had just you know started getting into the deck yeah. and it was seeing some results in modern uh i think the first week after it happened it top eight at a gp uh the breaking entering deck there was another one with beck call uh and, and brain in the jar but i think the simplification of the rules is significant enough that it was worth doing i think that's the general consensus about the rules change yeah yeah, like it's it's a very confusing thing to explain to new players, 
and it's just an arbitrary thing that you have to learn off to understand how the game works. Yeah. And I think removing things like that is generally a good thing. Yeah, I think it really, it, to me it seems like if you ask me, like before I knew the details of this, if you just asked me what the converted mana cost of this card, when I knew a bit about the game but I wasn't, I didn't mm. know as much as I do now. Yeah. If you just ask me what's the converted mana cost, I would say it's, it's a total of the two apps, yeah? Sure, yeah. So I think changing it to the way that most people would think that it is is probably yeah. the best thing. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure this does bring up other weird rules interactions and confusing situations. Probably. But uh, those are for judges to, to learn <laughs> off and tell us the answer to. <laughs> exactly. So that's fine. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's never to return and also our, <laughs> our idea of aftermath yeah. cards. Um, so we'll just quickly go into red. We'll start with Blood Rage Baller. One in red for a 4-3 Minotaur. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, discard a card. Yeah. Uh, this is cool because previous cards like this have had the wording uh, uh, when this enters the battlefield sacrifice or uh, sacrifice this unless you discard a card or or discard a card if you if you if you don't sacrifice this out of yeah. the exact templating but this doesn't have that which means that if you cast this as your last card in hand you just you just get it you just you get, get it to yeah. four three yeah exactly yeah which yeah. is cool so uh, so yeah this is pretty interesting. Yeah, it uh, seems like a key card for like a, a mono red or red green, what a red yeah. black beatdown deck if there is one in standard. Yeah, so good with a Hazaret. Good with Hazaret, good with Madness that we still have in the, in the, um, in standard with Fiery Temper yeah, and stuff like that. If there's a Minotaur Tribal deck, which is a little bit of support for here, yeah. it, could, it could be in that. Um, so very cool card. Interested to see if it kind of uh, it also turns on uh, Ronus. Two, oh yeah, it does. Two, yeah, two yeah. mana, four power. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. I, to be honest, I think that's probably the most constructed playable of all the cards we've talked about today, yeah. sadly. <laughs> yeah. um, what else do we have here? Um, Harsh Mentor. I know this is one that you oh, love this card. Yes. Excited I'm, for. I'm, I'm such a, such a stand for this card. Yeah, if you want to read it out. It's great. So Harsh Mentor is a grizzly bear. It's one and a red for a 2-2. Two, two. Uh, whenever an opponent activates an ability of an artifact, creature, or land on the battlefield, if it isn't a mana ability, Harsh Mentor deals two damage to that player. And fight through it is the <laughs> yes. it's pretty, cool. pretty great flavor text. And it's a, it's a human cleric. Mm. Um, yeah, a cleric is a, is a bit strange. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah, weird. Thought, like warrior. There's lots of clerics in that. He's yeah. got some sweet bolus horns all over his clothes it's there cool. and his staff. There's some sweet tattoos. Look, looking back over his shoulder at us. Yeah, I love this card. Teaching some students. It's so cool. So for, so for those don't, that don't know, I play Burn in Modern. I've, play, I've played Boros and Naya Burn for like a year and a half now or something like that. And this is like the first card since, since I bought into that deck and since I started playing Modern, basically. It's the first new card that has been printed that I've considered putting, yeah. putting in my deck. And I'm definitely putting it yeah, in my like deck. The last card that was added to Burn was pretty much Idolon of the Great Rebel, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, and this is kind of an extra few copies of Idolon of the Great Rebel. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, it doesn't do exactly the same thing, but it's a similar idea. It is a similar effect. Uh, it's definitely not nearly as good as Eidolon, uh, which yeah. is fine because Eidolon is busted. It's a busted <laughs> magic card. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe it'll just turn out to be a sideboard card. I'm going to I'm gonna start out putting two of these in my main deck, probably. Yeah. Just take out. Take out a couple of Grim Lava Monsters for it or whatever. Uh, or stick in the four. 
The forum would be great the yeah. first week, just get people. Just like, like I haven't two on the battlefield, like yeah, two on the battlefield battlefield. Yeah, yeah, they're not legendary even. Yeah. Yeah. I mean if you have one of these in the battlefield and they wanna like let's say on turn two, like you play this on turn two, goes back to them, uh they wanna bolt it and they have to fetch for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they don't have a basic basic they have, mill. They have to shock themselves. They're taking five damage. Five damage? Yeah. It's a quarter of a life total. That's nuts. So yeah, in, in both modern and legacy, uh there are just a group there's a laundry list of interactions with this yeah. card which yeah. are just gonna make burn players. This guy's insane. It's great. So like so scavenging ooze, which is an absolute nightmare for burn players. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this this just destroys it Because uh, I mean the scavenging ooze will still get big and stop your attackers from attacking. But whatever, you're just gonna you're gonna burn them out. This time. cancels. Does this cancel kitchen things? Uh, no, that's a triggered ability. Oh well, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Well, like they have yeah, to sack it. Yeah, it's an activated ability. Yeah, with the Malira combo, it stops. So they'll lose two, gain two, lose two, gain yeah, two. They won't get. They'll it just stay the same. Yeah, they'll oh, still be able to scry. But, okay, but that's it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, like uh, against Spell Skite, which is also a problem card against Burn. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's poor life. I mean, yeah, yeah. Last week was maybe a main like say I'm I'm, I'm playing Green White Tron, that, and, yeah. and actually Green White, <laughs> this card shits all over Green White Tron because oh, you got you got all those eggs. Maps. Yeah, yeah. You have, you have, you have, you have, you have you, uh, yeah, eight eggs to to, and you're just packing those to yeah, get your deck. And, and four maps. Yeah. You've twelve cards in your deck yeah, that just yeah. kill you now. When <laughs> you try and use it. Like, it's uh, worth noting that it does not say Planeswalker. No. Uh, which would be <laughs> that would be pretty amazing it would be pretty yeah. sweet like if any planeswalker tried to minus you could just go okay now your planeswalker's dead yeah so that <laughs> oh, yeah. would, that would uh, especially against That's the Sahili combo in standard that would be unbelievable yeah do you think um, this card is any good in standard? No, I think I think, I, think, I, think I, I, I saw people saying it'll, it'll be it'll be a cyborg card against Mario Vehicles if Mario Vehicles stays the same as it is. Yeah, because crew crewing is it does yeah crew, yeah crew vehicle stops it. That's kind of the main thing in standard. It, like people have said, like in an aggressive deck, if you get one activation off the, one trigger that's off enough. this, maybe that's enough. I don't really think that's true to be honest. No, neither do I. Um, but I think in modern it's insane. In legacy, like this. Against Sensei's Sensei's Divining yeah. Top is a pretty bad matchup. Yeah, like uh, this against Deathrite Shaman. You or know, this against, uh, or sorry, about Bart Bottom uh, or Lantern Control. Lantern Control. This is yeah, Lantern yeah. Control literally can't beat this card. Yeah, yeah like yeah. it. The game's just over once you play it. Basically, that is nuts. So <laughs> yeah, I was mentioning a friend of mine, Ronan, is looking to get into modern, and he wants to. He's he he bought all the pieces for like cheap or uh, budget mono red burn, hmm. and. Um, I was like, you oh. know, the day this was spoiled, I was like showing up to him. I was like, this, this card, pick this up when it's in standard. You're gonna like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's great. Like, uh, it was, it was one of the higher, higher priced cards for pre order. I think it's yeah. gone down now, but it, it was at like twelve dollars. Yeah, I think, I think it's gone down to five or six dollars. Yeah, they usually go down a good bit. Um, yeah. even but, uh, but yeah, people are obviously excited yeah, for this card. Yeah, yeah. Um, so very sweet card. From this card to another very sweet card, let's go to Glorious End, which is a red mythic. Oh, yes. Um, it is an instant <laughs> two and a red. First three words on the card, end the turn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next words on the card, well, apart from all the reminder text of yeah, what end the turn means, okay? Yeah. Uh, which maybe people here know, but we can explain it. But it says, at the beginning of your next end step, you lose the game. Yeah. 
So, Except for it actually says you win the game. Yes. It doesn't 100%. say end the turn, it says end the game. You yeah. win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when you end the turn, you have to exile all spells and abilities on the stack, including this card. The player whose turn it is discards down to his or her uh, maximum hand size, damage wears off, and this turn and until end of turn effects end. So you basically skip straight to cleanup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Plus the thing of exiling all the spells and stuff. You skip. Which means that this is a counter spell. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, so let's say if for some reason you cast this on your turn, you're skipping your next end step. Yes, by ending the turn, so it's, yeah, it's a yeah. whole a full turn cycle that will happen yeah, before you lose the game. Yeah. It, is, it is slightly technically different to skipping to the cleanup step because if something in the cleanup step, discarding something tr- triggers an ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that ability leaves the stack, you'll be back at the end step. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. normally, but this okay. I don't this think that will happen with okay. this card. I see. Uh, but that's like I'm, I don't know if that's going to happen in a handful of games ever. It's also, very sweet art of. Uh, a guy like Minotaur tackling uh, a Minotaur into a big spike trap. Yeah, which is a glorious end. I will say it is that. a glorious yes. end. Yes. Yeah. yeah, this card's great. Like in an, in an aggressive deck, it's a bit you, scary to be honest. <laughs> yeah. So like you can get people with this. You can you can just cast it on their upkeep if like you know if you just have a lethal attack next turn you've been going at them. You yeah. Just yeah. Go, you just go here. Go stop in your upkeep. End your turn. Attack you again. You're dead. Yeah. You could if if it's a more of a like a mid range matchup and they're, I mean I was gonna say not playing around it. But I guess this is the only way to play around it would be to, to not attack if you feel like they have it. But like if if your opponent attacks you after they tap their attackers, you can just end their turn. Uh, you know, go to your turn, attack them back. They they can't block anymore. Yeah, that is insane. Uh, Where your opponent taps out for a fumigate when you have lots of creatures on board. Nah, sorry, end the turn. Exactly. That's yeah. exiles. Yeah. I get another attack step. See ya. Yeah, so you can use it as a pseudo counter spell, yeah. as a time walk, uh, as a sort of, you know, if you can you make can them. Use it as a fog. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. If somebody yeah. uses it, it's well, yeah, whatever you need it to be at a specific time. Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's such a weird looking card. Like, I think a new player would be like, oh my god, this card is terrible. Yeah. You lose yeah. the game. Um, but it's actually quite, yeah, it's a bit of a Swiss Army. Yeah, you, you, you can do some other shenanigans. Uh, which, these are shenanigans which I think won't go, but they're interesting. That you can uh, you can disallow the end the, the lose the game trigger. Yeah, you can. Uh, you can if you have your the Gideon emblem we discussed last week. How that's never going to go. Yeah, the Gideon emblem. That, that, that's I, means that you don't lose the game. Yeah, yeah, I think that will definitely be a thing. Like Gideon yeah. emblem plus this card, I feel like will. You could also happen. play another one of these. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't that now. Yeah. You can just keep on. And then you lose on your opponent's end step, which doesn't seem right. No, it's your next. Oh, it's step. your next end step. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, this card's insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just chain four. Yeah, of course, sorry, of course, it's your next step. Chain yeah. four in a row, and it's got four extra turns. And like, if you're not going to win, it four extra turns here. Yeah. What are you well, doing? Yeah. <laughs> you've probably you've probably got a Kefnet out. That's yeah. Probably yeah, that's right. yeah. <laughs> you can you, if you have four extra turns of Kefnet, you can attack. Yeah, <laughs> just about. Times. Yeah, just five five. You have yeah, to have yeah. seven cards in your hand, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, very cool card. Bit scary if it goes yes. into the decks that we have now. Yeah. Yeah. Because both of the top decks run run red, and yeah. having them have the ability to have this when they are extremely tempo oriented positive decks do you know what I mean like even even Sahili combo the four colors Sahili deck can just do stuff like attacking you with all their like topters and, yeah. and stuff like that that can if they take if they manage to do it twice in a row you can be just out of the game yeah yeah um, yeah this card is really crazy 
I guess like uh, I, I guess we're only thinking about this card for standard. Like I don't really see yeah, where this fits in modern. Not really. But uh, but for standard, it seems like it could be very very good. I mean, crazy text like this could do a lot of different things. Yeah. Um, could protect yeah, people's combos. There, there's stuff a, like that. What's that? What's that? There's, there's a madcap deck with Platinum Angel, which does a whole madcap experiment. Yeah, yeah. there's a madcap yeah. experiment. You go through your deck, take your, your Platinum Angel, you don't die from the life loss. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, or your Platinum Angel. Well, you, you, you usually play Platinum Angel yeah. because that means you don't even actually lose any life. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Platinum Angel will put you to whatever, how much minus, life you lost. Yeah, minus, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so what else do we have? Sweltering Suns is a one red red. It's very hot. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's so hot, hot that there is three damage to all the creatures <laughs> on the battlefield. <laughs> yeah. The gods are angry, um, but they're not that angry. And you can also cycle it for three. Yeah. So, kind of similar to Anger of the Gods, uh, it doesn't exile anything, but it has cycling, so a bit of an upside. This is great. Uh, there. Yeah, yeah like great it's... card. Um, at the moment, don't really know if it's better than Radiant Flames. I think, uh, I think it is, just because it's cycling, probably. Yeah, I think it's much yeah. more main deckable than Radiant Flames. Definitely, yeah. Because yeah. there's a lot of decks that... I mean, most of the decks for the last while, Radiant Flames has just been very bad against. Yeah. Um, but like this makes you not feel bad about taking that risk to put yeah. it in your main deck. Yeah, very cool. Nice Wrath for Standard. Um, don't really see this doing anything in Modern. I think Anger of the Gods is yeah, 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 always better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, cool card. And uh, next card that we want to mention, uh, it's a bit of a combo with this, is Soul Scar Mage. So it's a, a red for a 1-2 with Prowess. And so the last time we saw that was Monastery Swissbear, mm. multi-format all-star. And it says, if a source you control would deal non-combat damage to a creature an opponent controls, put that many minus one, minus one counters on that creature instead. So it basically upgrades damage into minus one, minus one counters. Yeah. So burn spells. Like if your opponent has a 6-6 six, six and you play cut from cut to ribbons, mm -hmm. which is one in the red, deal four damage. Yeah. You basically put four minus one minus one counters on the creature instead, it becomes a two two. Yeah, it makes your harness lightnings better when you don't have spare energy and they were yeah. looking not great against bigger creatures. Uh-huh. Uh, it's gonna create a lot of situations where your opponent kind of has to think about playing around cards that they otherwise wouldn't care about. Mm -hmm. I think this card's really good. Yeah. Doesn't have haste, which is a big difference from Swift sure, yeah. but yeah. I still think it's very good. Yeah, and I mean, the fact that you're actually shrinking your opponent's creatures, even if you can't kill them, and then this has prowess. Yeah. Like, if you upgrade into a 2-3, and then the thing can't block, that's nice. It's going to start getting through. Um, yeah. I guess tempo decks for this? I think it's just Burn. a... I think it's just an aggro card. Aggro card? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Because, I mean, you could, you could you could even imagine this in kind of a, a mid-rangey type deck, just to upgrade damage. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't have a control, but probably not. Um, don't really want to be playing one, one drop no, one, yeah, no, one drop no, yeah. Um, yeah I think that's that's pretty much it for red um, so in green we have uh, Harvest Season I, I only have a couple of cards here in green that, sure. that we thought were interesting funny enough uh, we, we already talked about a lot of them yeah. um, we have Harvest Season so it's a two in green for a sorcery it's a, it's a ramp spell and it's a rare um, search your library for up to X basic land cards where X is the number of tapped creatures you control, tapped creatures, and put those cards onto the battlefield tapped, then shuffle your library. So this has the potential to be 
worse than like rampant growth or whatever and mm-hmm. um, but it also has the potential to be better than like something like explosive vegetation yeah um, interesting yeah because you, you, could, you could use a whole well yeah if if, if, it, if it was a split, if it fit into a cryptolith right deck you're tapping your creatures you'd be tapping three creatures that got to cast this so you cast your creatures cast this ramp and then keep mana open if you're you know blue green uh, you can leave mana open any next turn and on for your opponent's next turn while you're still ramping by three. It's true, but like I feel like in that deck, your Cryptolith rights are already your ramp card. Do you, re- yeah, do you really really need more? You know yeah, like, yeah, it seems yeah. like this this is best at ramping you when you have creatures that can tap. Yeah, and the best kind of creatures that can tap without attacking are mana dorks. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah. you're, you're you're double ramping yourself, which is a, almost a bit win more ish. Yeah, well, I don't know. There could be something crazy with this. Is there like a? It's a very breakable card. Yeah, I feel like it's. it's are there cards like um? I'm thinking like tokens that have been tapped. I'm thinking for one or four hearts. <laughs> yeah, then, they do. And then yeah. spend three to, to ramp by that much, but then oh, I don't know. We're, we're, we're split, you split have to have a lot of mana. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like this could be a thing. I don't. With the cards we have in standard at the moment, mm. I don't really see it. But as as more sets come out, I could see some kind of combo with this coming out. Yeah, um, I mean, if if we think about it realistically, you know, there's no there's no more one mana mana dorks in standard. Yep. But like, if you have a one mana uh, dork, like Elvish Mystic or or Birds of Paradise or whatever, this is basically a random growth on turn two. Yes, it's similar, yeah, sure, you yeah. know, because you can just play it on turn two. And it gets you one land. Yeah. Um, but like, that's not even that impressive. No, not really. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah you'd want to be tapping three or more creatures before you're happy with this. Yeah. Um, so in standard, I mean, you play your Maldork, Servant of the Conduit, whatever it is, turn two. Uh, turn three, you now have access to four mana. If you use this, the creature can't attack. You've wasted one of your mana just to ramp yourself by one. It's a bit weird. Yeah. You probably want to play something else on three, which are four mana available. And then on turn four, when you have five mana total available, you can play like something else with the mana from the two guys and yeah. this. So you're ramping yourself from four to... From turn four with two guys, six, no, five. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I've lost I track know. of the mass. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Seems not that good. Not that no, good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like we, we'd be a lot more excited if we saw yeah. Exposed Vegetation or Lizard Burn Witch. Or... Yeah. For I sure. mean, yeah. 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 Um, yeah you, you have to do a lot of work for this. Same, yeah. same, was, uh, same as uh, Splendid Reclamation. Like the, the, yeah. high, the high side, the high point is, is really, really high. Mm. But you have mm. to do so much work that. It's, it's often not worth it. Yeah, you're, you're, you're working to reach the baseline that we're already used to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you if a card in your deck can literally do nothing when you cast it, it's yeah, it's usually not a great place yeah. to be. Yeah. Um, a much better ramp spell is our next one, uh, Shefet Monitor, which is a bit of a callback to uh, Kroos and Tusker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is five and a green for a six five. So six minus six five. Doesn't sound too great. It's a lizard. Yeah. <laughs> I'd put it in my draft deck. Yeah. Put it in my lizard EBH deck. Mm. Uh, however, it also has cycling for three and a green. So four mana, discard it. You can draw a card. And it says, when you cycle it, 
you may search your library for a basic land card or a desert card, put it onto the battlefield, not tapped, mm -hmm. and then shuffle your library. Yes, so it's an instant speed ramp spell that also draws you a card. Yes. And the land is untapped. Yes. So you can do a lot of crazy stuff with this. And then also it's 6 5 if you just. If yeah, and sometimes you just need it if you have to. Do that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, this is an interesting card. Seems like a superstar unlimited. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it has a place in construction and standard. Yeah. Um, maybe not. It's hard to know. I mean, it, it's a, it is a powerful effect. Like ramping is, and yeah. drawing a card. At the same time, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Again, like, again, in the and, and the land that you get is untapped. So, like, if you pass on turn five with this mm. and you have, like, a mountain open, you use this and then you get another land... You can kill something with a harness lightning or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah. That's really yeah, good. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you untap and you play another land, you're on seven. Yeah. Yeah, it does pretty good. Well, one, of the, one of the deserts uh, does one damage to a player when it comes in. Yeah, so good point. It, this, this is, like a, is a instant speed um, answer to the combo. Okay. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a really combo. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Quite a specific combo, but uh, yeah. like this on the, on the desert. But yeah. 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 yeah, it's definitely doable. I can imagine a deck wanting that one damage land. Yeah. It's yeah, nice when your land can do a damage if you're like a burn deck or something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Aggro deck. So I think this card could be a player in standard. We'll see. See what happens. Um, I think it definitely has the power level to get there. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I think it's like as you know, on, on, on your side of Harvest Season, Harvest Season we settled so bad because it can do nothing in some situations. Like this card, there's so many... It, it has, it, this uh, Chef Monitor has so many has so much utility in so many different situations yeah there's not really a fail state yeah or the yeah. fail state is a 6 minus 6 5 yeah which is, yeah, like, which is uh, fine. fine yeah yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so let's go to multicolor and um, we have Enigma Drake uh, which is one blue red for a star 4 and it has flying it's a drake uh, and its power is equal to the number of instant and sorcery cards in your graveyard. So there was a there was a, a chimera yeah, or something. I, I was trying to think of this there, yeah, in uh, in Theros, um, and it was basically the exact same card except it had trample, uh, and it had three toughness. Yeah. Mm. So obviously three toughness is a lot worse than four, especially in modern. Mm. Um, this could be a cool card in like. In blue red spells matters decks types type things yeah I think standard definitely I don't know if it's good enough for modern like the four toughness is good because it you know passed the ball test or whatever but it's, it's still a lot nice of mana stuff. yeah it's a lot of mana to spend in modern yeah for, uh, for something that doesn't do anything when you play it yeah I think it's good it's enough it's kind of standard. a Tarmogoyfy ish uh, term Tarmogoyf costs two mana like that's the thing yeah yeah there's one more <laughs> yeah Imagine if this costs blue red. Yeah, that would be insane. <laughs> that would be really good. <laughs> that would be pretty good. Yeah, like the thing is that like you don't care about your two drop trading for a removal spell, but like you, when you get up, start getting up to three mana, that's you when people them. start yeah. doing the really powerful stuff in modern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's more of a really problem. Cool. Yeah, like I, I think I certainly think it's good enough for standard. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, it's definitely good enough for standard. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it'll be, it'll be a blue I red. I mean, it, it's it's at the sweet spot of you have to work a little bit to kill it with Fatal Push and Harness Lightning. True. I yeah. mean, it can still be killed by those, yeah. but you have to work a little bit for it. Yeah, yeah. So it's a reasonable threat there. It's a flyer. There's not that much with flying that, uh, well, okay, Abyssin beats it and Hardy Kieran. Sure, right, yeah. Can block it. Yeah. Once you get but that's just a, that's yeah. a trade, yeah. 
Um, it's a trade hard gear. I'm not, I'm not mm. lapsing most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, could be good for a blue red. Yeah, that's spell, that's spell thick. Yeah. Um, we have Hapatra, Vizier of Poison. So it uh, that is black green for a 2-2. Uh, legendary creature, human cleric. So uh, whenever she deals combat damage to a player, you mm. may put a minus one, minus one counter on target creature. And whenever you put one or more minus one, minus one counters on a creature, create a 1-1 one, one green snake creature token with death touch. So I know a lot of people are really high on this card. They think it's really good for like black-green strategies, obviously. Black-green strategies mm. in, uh, in standard. I'm not so high on this card. No, yeah, I'm not about this card. I feel, I feel like it definitely needs some sort of evasion for the... the the second line of text to make sense or the, 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 to be worth for it. both lines of text to make sense because like if they have a creature for you to put a minus one minus one counter on why aren't they just blocking with the creature and stopping you getting the trigger good point like I don't see maybe that creature is a scrappy scrounger and it can't block true that is yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, so yeah, you're pretty happy with that so yeah. it could be that but like most of the time if it, you're just attacking with a grizzly bear and they don't have anything to block it with but you still get value out of the trigger I just don't yeah. see that happening all that often yeah, I thought it was kind of insane, but now that you that you describe it to me, it doesn't seem that good. Like the the ability to get loads of loads of snakes is probably the craziest part of it. Yeah, mm. like this with the, with the the creatures that put minus one counters yeah, on things I, is yeah, very good that's because you play yeah, this yeah. with the mana dork, and then after your first one, you're always just killing off one of your snakes and mm -hmm. getting another snake, and mm -hmm. you're get and you're getting like insane undercross undercosted bodies. Yeah. So like that to me is more interesting but then there's also just the the Malira card the Vizier mm -hmm. that uh, that does the same thing it's the same job in that regard mm -hmm. so yeah it seems like if you want to go off with this thing you need to be attacking with it but I just don't see it it dealing combat damage to players all that often yeah, yeah like just the 2-2 two -two body that can't grow in any way and it's, it's just not good enough really for standard at the moment yeah and it's competing with Grim Flayer and Winding Constrictor at the exact same black green yeah. mana cost yeah which both I, of which have better stats yeah yeah there's very true enough. and you can't put Winding Constrictor in your deck in your black green deck if you're playing <laughs> this card <laughs> that's it basically yes that's yeah, true yeah. Yeah. but what about with the uh, the Archfiend of Ifnir so that says whenever you cycle or discard a card you put a minus one minus one counter on each creature yeah, I, I, yeah. I, yeah I, I think yeah. so it, it, does this work that way Whenever you put one or more minus one minus one counters on a creature, mm. yeah. so does that mean if they have three creatures and I put a minus one minus one counter on each one, I get three snakes? Yeah, it's like okay. when something says whenever you draw a card, like if you draw three mm -hmm. cards, you get three triggers, okay, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. But it, it wouldn't give me two snakes if I put two minus one minus one counters no, on the no, same no. creature. No, yeah, yeah, for that okay. yeah. fair enough. Um, yeah, I think, yeah. So yeah, I, I think I think when we start thinking about this card and how it works, it's the, the card is really bad at sustaining itself. Um, but yeah, it feels like it'll it's really bad. What's at, at kind of at sustaining itself, at, mm -hmm. it, 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 it doesn't it doesn't uh, hold itself very well on its own. Yeah. But once we start putting it with other cards, that do this. Yeah, that's um, when it kind of starts to go off. Yeah. 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 Now that I think about it, no, there's so many cards in standard that are like really super snowbally. Like yeah. like you just said, they feel themselves really yeah. really well. Or they just they don't need another thing to to like be amazing, so yeah yeah this is what this one's so wild like so. yeah like the the archfiend of also Ithmere, does every single removal in the whole format oh yeah Sorry. shock magma spray yeah. yeah everything does it absolutely everything yeah so um, yeah, yeah I, I like I'm the, down this card now <laughs> yeah I feel like that the archfiend of Ifner is a cool card but I feel like that has to be good enough on its own yeah like if yeah. you need it to combo with this then it's not going to be good enough. yeah then what's the point yeah. yeah. 
Um, okay, moving quickly on to another legendary creature, uh, Naheb the Worthy, I think he's called. Uh, it is a Minotaur. Ooh. Naheb the Worthy. Yeah. So it's one black red for a 2 2. Um, it's a legendary creature, Minotaur Warrior. Has first strike. Other Minotaurs you control have first strike. As long as you have one or fewer cards in hand, Minotaurs you control get plus 2 plus 0. And whenever Naheb the Worthy deals combat damage to a player, each player discards a card. So this is kind of uh, the. We're very sorry we forgot to make a legendary Minotaur in Theros. <laughs> yeah. Please forgive us. Yeah. Here's one that you can use as your commander. Yeah. Um, so it seems, seems good for that reason. Yeah. Or it seems, seems like it's going to achieve that. Um, I think Minotaurs in general like to be aggressive. Uh, I think this, first strike. I think this is a perfectly serviceable aggressive card yeah. for standard. Mm-hmm. Like whatever about the Minotaur tribal, like if, even if you just remove that line of text from it, the other Minotaurs you control are first strike. Yeah. Like this just, this is just like a, like a two, two first strike for three that, that, uh, yeah, he has random, relevant abilities. You can know? randomly upgrade himself into a four two. Yeah. Because it says Minotaurs you control, so not, not yeah, other Minotaurs. And, uh, and also he, what's that, what's that ability inspired by, or what was that on? The first creature that was on, like when it hits a player, they discard a card. Oh no, that's Spectre. Spectre, Spectre. Yeah, yeah, Spectre, yeah. But this is both players discard a card. Yeah, uh, yeah well yeah, that's yeah. good for you, because you yeah, want to stay yeah. under. Yeah. You yeah, stay yeah, on yeah. one or less. So. Yeah. And also gets you closer to Hazorat. Yeah, this would probably be in the same deck as Hazorat. Yeah, and also just like with the Black Red Vampires deck, if you've got all the Madness cards and stuff. Yeah. Like this yeah. just seems to synergize well for me with, with does, what yeah, you yeah. want to do. It's a shame that it's a separate tribe, tribe from vampires, but whatever. Yeah, I mean you can't I, have everything. Yeah, I don't think it really matters. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know if there is another Minotaur you want to play in, in this deck. To be honest, is there? Uh, yeah. The 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 one that we talked about, the two mana four three. Right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So I think this. Uh, I think this is just a good standard card. Yeah. Like, and I think people might be distracted a little bit by the fact that like, oh, Minotaur tribal won't be. Oh, this yeah, Minotaur yeah. text. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, yeah, yeah, and this also goes with like, you have uh, like Blood Hall Priest and Standard, which also has this yeah. Hellbent. I mean, well, well, the kids are calling this Heckbent because it's <laughs> it's one or fewer cards. Kids. Uh, but yeah, so like Blood Hall Priest has Hellbent. Essentially, it does something cool when you have no cards in hand. Yeah, uh, we also got the Robo Wolf. What's it actually called? Lupin Lupin Prototype. Yeah, uh, maybe not so much that, but um, I mean, yeah, there there's yeah. There's definitely red. a lot of payoff for this deck. Could be yeah. a crazy deck if, yeah. if if all the cards yeah. kind of come together right. Mm. But at the same time, I would level the same kind of criticisms at this as we did at Hapatra, which is it's a two two. It yeah. is a two two. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it has first strike, so it's better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah. its saboteur ability is probably better, um, but also it's one mana more. Yeah. Mm. Blocks Scrappy Scrounger pretty well. This is first strike. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, okay, move on to Samut, which is another, uh, the, the final mythic that was revealed, I think. Yeah, it's got a... It was either this or Gloria's End was the final mythic. It's got like ability word soup. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it is Samut, Voice of Descent. I'm actually, it's kind of hard to tell from the art, but I actually don't really know if this character is a man or a woman. I don't know if you know. Oh, that's a lady. That. Is it? Is it a lady? No, no I'm just guessing. Uh, reading the favorite text I'll fight no matter just no no more just for the honor of dying the afterlife will have to wait okay, I think we'll also have to wait till we find out regardless of the gender of this person they are very cool um, so Descent 
dissenters seems to be like a thing in Amonkhet. Yeah. It's people who like don't agree with the gods and the trials. Yeah. Um, so Samut is three red green, legendary creature, human warrior, uh, for a three four with flash, double strike, vigilance, haste. Other creatures you control have haste and extremely randomly white tap untap another target creature. Yeah, so the ability, the last ability seems to just be because they went, oh, let's just make it Naya so people can have a Naya commander. Basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. because it's, this is really the only three-color identity card we've seen yeah. in this set so far. Like, it's not really a theme or anything. Uh, yeah, the ability, that ability just seems very tacked on. It seems unlikely to be relevant for standard play. Uh, but just like the Flash, Double Strike, Vigilance, Haste, 3-4... <laughs> For four, or sorry, I mean, for if, five, you, if you yeah. attacked with a massive creature last turn, and you happen to have up three red, green, white, yeah, you can flash this in, untap your massive creature, and block with it. Yeah, get your opponent. But this, I mean, is, this is already this a is probably, creature, yeah. This probably this guy probably blocks everything anyway. Yeah, because three, four, double strike. Um, I mean, this is just like this is just very efficiently costed for for what you're getting, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just seems like a good beater. Yeah, yeah. And it, it can just be a fat out removal spell for the, for the time you need it. Yep. Um, I mean, yeah. It's yeah. I think we're kind of saying it's like stuff like like flash and haste don't really go together that that well. Yeah, it's strange to see a card yeah. with with both both abilities. I mean, it's kind of like two modes. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, the way you should see it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like it's like it might as well say it has flash or haste for whatever you need it. You need it. Yeah. I think, despite the fact that the the white tap is probably going to be the least actually used of the yeah. of the things that it, this card has, like people are not going to use that very often. It's good for exert. It is good for exert. Yeah. Good yeah. point. Yeah, that's that's probably the real reason why it's on there. Um, I think the the line that line of text that people are going to forget all the time is other creatures you control at haste. Yeah. yeah. So you flash this in end of turn, and then you untap and then just play another massive guy. Yeah. yeah, and just attack with that as well. It's fairly nuts. So I can see this being a very key card in standard. It's kind of reminds me of Avacyn, kind of. Yeah, just yeah. so many good words on a card mm. has to be good. Like, could this could, like this seems pretty good with Ireland Court? We just talk about red green cards. I don't know. Like, yeah, what does Ireland? I have no idea what she does. Gives yeah. your creatures plus two plus two and vigilance. Makes yeah. it so makes it two two. And then on the other side, you get actually Ireland Court's kind of good with exert. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we cracked it. Then you can make a wolf, and then the other side it has plus plus one plus one and trample. Yeah, because all your creatures plus yeah. one plus one and trample, which is pretty insane with a yeah, double striker. Yeah, that's true. So yes. I don't know. It's, it's Sweet, good. Like it's never been good enough before, but there's never really been a convincing reason to be a red green beat down deck. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, could be. Yeah. Could be. A thing. If that is, and I've actually seen a lot of people online testing uh, red green beat down as like a, a week one deck or whatever mm. just because it's generally better to be aggressive and stuff yeah yeah then we have the text of Ireland here yeah plus one plus one game trial yeah one target creature gets plus two plus two and gains vigilance vigilance and haste so the haste part obviously doesn't combo but the vigilance does quite a lot yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah so it's plus as a trauma is it kind of the overrun kind of effect yeah and then the minus is a bolt yeah. cool yeah so Ireland Cord could uh could enter standard for the first time, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> and then the last uh, goal card that we want to talk about is uh, Nissa, Steward of Elements. So, lots of crazy stuff going on with this card. It's a Planeswalker. It's the first time we've ever had an X spell Planeswalker. 
So she costs X green blue. And yes, she is blue. Um, first time that Nissa has been another color than green, I think, is it? Yeah, yeah. but she's she's only revealing it now, but she's been blue for a while. She's been drawing away too many cards to be to be mono green. <laughs> That's a good point, yeah. yeah. She does draw a lot of cards. Um, so, uh, X green blue, and her loyalty is X. Yes. So if you pay her for one green blue, she comes in with one loyalty, etc, etc. Yeah. She has a plus two ability of scry two. Uh, she has a zero ability of look at the top card of your library. If it's a land card or a creature card, we convert mana cost less than or equal to the number of loyalty counters on Nissa Steward of Elements, you may put that card onto the battlefield. So this 100% always gets a land. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't have her at zero because she'd be dead. Yeah. <laughs> so well, she ramps you. In response to the ability someone could kill her and then she'd be at zero. Uh, or it's, it's less than or equal to so oh, right, she right, still right. always gets the land yeah she still always gets it but, yeah, yeah, but yeah. she can be at zero when the ability resolves oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah good point um, yeah so this ramps you because it's just put it onto the battlefield and it's not oh, tapped either not tapped at all yeah. um, and then her, she has a minus six so you'd have to play her for eight total so six green blue untap up to two target lands you control they become five five elemental creatures with flying and haste until end of turn they're still lands that's gonna that's gonna get you sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I, so she's a fireball. Yeah, for eight, eight mana for ten damage out of nowhere, which is better than most fireballs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Especially in green blue. Yeah, you usually <laughs> have to pay nine mana for or, sorry eleven mana for ten damage. Yeah. Yeah. Green blue fireball, pretty good. Um, I mean, obviously they could be blocked, but whatever. Mm. Um, yeah. So very flexible. For I mean that's that's the point of yeah, their spells I, is that they're super flexible. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like this card is going to be insane because the flexibility. I, I we we we've never seen a planeswalker this flexible before, mm-hmm. or we've never seen a planeswalker at any level of flexibility before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's like it's 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 really easy to kind of we we we, we can we can um, discuss how this card will fare if we play for eight or if we play for six or if we play for three. But yeah. I think it's the fact that we'll have a choice of playing it whenever we want, and that. Kind of that aspect of it is going to be what gives it so much value, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is going to make it pretty absurd. I think the default mode is going to be x equals one or two most of the time, yeah. though. Um, yeah, and people are just going to plus because she doesn't protect herself. Well, yeah, that's, that's maybe not, yeah. probably not. No, unless you reveal a creature off to zero. Yeah, um, which me. Yeah, yeah, and you have to. Play you'd be pretty for, desperate to do that, like yeah, to it straight away. Yeah. But I feel like, I don't know, maybe you're just going to play like a Sylvan Advocate on turn two, player on turn three, yeah, yes. and it's all like yeah. she's going to die. Exactly, yeah. yeah you're just going to have an amazing Planeswalker at, at three miles. Yeah, three, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then and that's a lot, if that's a lot hangs around, the Sylvan Advocate will make the elementals speak yeah. for uh, oh, what you for. Yeah, and like, she, she pluses up to the ability to do her ultimate pretty fast, really pretty sure, yeah. plus two. Yeah. So if you even play her at one, she goes to three that turn, next turn five, next turn six, so it's like four turns until you can do the ultimate. Um, assuming she doesn't yeah. lose anyone. I mean, it'll be going to seven then. Yeah, you're going to seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah this um, card seems very good. Yeah. 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 The, the only thing with the card is uh, green blue, so we don't know if there'll be a deck that would can support that or wants that. or. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, this is certainly a reason to build that deck. Yeah. It's yeah. definitely a powerful enough card to just go, let's see what we can do with this yeah. color combination. That's true. Yeah, like green, green, the limited archetype uh, for green blue appears to be ramp. 
Yeah, people are going home to visit their families. It was also my birthday. Yeah, I wanted to play match for my birthday. No one was there. I mean, so. we played. We played two games. And yeah. you had built a new deck and everything. I know. I, I was, I, I, it was the first time in so long I've been playing um, yeah, an emerged zombie archetype. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to play a fair mid-range deck and you know, attack and block and remove and be removed. Yeah. But um, it happened. <laughs> That's why people didn't show up. They were scared. <laughs> they were yeah, scared. they were scared of your deck. Ooh, Alan's playing a tier, a tier. Well, not even tier one deck. A real good five. Um, um, well, we played uh, a, a, games, a yeah. match and you won. So yeah. well, you, you can feel good. I had my fun and that all. Yeah. Yeah. No pack for that, unfortunately. No. Um, yeah. So that yeah, that's why we don't really have a tournament report this week because there was no tournament that we no, attended. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think it might be a bit of an indicator that also that people are a bit sick of the format. People, right? people are yeah. a bit burned out. Oh, yeah, and I feel like yeah, as well. All the all the PPTQs are over for the format. I, I feel like that's yeah. part of the main thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like people were people were in there last week training or were practicing for uh, the uh, like any PPTQ. Yeah, yeah, so yeah that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then, yeah. yeah so pre-release is next weekend. Then yeah, we'll have a nice term yeah. report from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah and, and as Wolf put it, he. he he said uh, after the tournament didn't, didn't fire, he said, "Oh, I hope this is happening all over the world, so they'll ban." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But now, after seeing the new Gideon, I'm like, "Oh God, they're just gonna ban Gideon, and we're still gonna have Gideon." And, uh, <laughs> it's Gideon for a hundred years. <laughs> Gideon's all the way down. Yeah, Gideon, GideonStandard.com. Did you guys see that? <laughs> yeah. <Fair> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So. What what else did we want to um, did we want to say before we no what's your what's your well one more card we're oh, do you want to talk about another card sorry um where is it it's one we can wildly oh wait because I mean, we did, oh yeah yeah, yeah. sorry yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we we definitely wanted to talk about this one yeah yeah sorry I, I kind of um, skipped ahead a bit yeah, too no, much it's okay do you want to do you want to read it all all right it's uh, gate to the afterlife it's a three mana artifact to, it says whenever a non token creature you control dies you gain one life. Then you may draw a card. If you do, discard a card. All right. So that, that that's fine. But then we have yeah, two mana and tap this artifact and <coughs> sacrifice gate to the afterlife. Search your graveyard hand and or library for a card named God Pharaoh's Gift and put it onto the battlefield. If you search your library this way, shuffle it. Activate this ability only if you have six or more creature cards in your graveyard. So. I think the main the main thing that's interesting about this card is that we don't know what God Pharaoh's gift is yet because it is not a card. Mm. I mean, last time we saw this on the card, it was on well, last time we saw this on well, I was going to say Ayubin, but we also saw something like this happen with Dark Innovations. But you know, this kind of text was on Ayubin, and Ayubin destroyed modern. <laughs> yeah, like seven years later. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so I think. Seven years from now, I think uh, <laughs> it's going to be God Pharaoh's <laughs> gift winter. Yeah, they're going to print another card named God Pharaoh's <laughs> gift, and it's going to be nuts. Yeah. Yes. Um, no, we we actually saw this in another place. Yeah, dark animation. Great dark no, animations. Another no. place. Uh oh, steam flogger boss. No, uh, in Kansas Tarkir, there was a, a, a not a cycle, but there was in, in Favor Forge, there was a guy called Renowned Weaponsmith. Yeah, and you could tap him. I can't remember. I think you had to tap and pay mana, and you could search for two different artifacts, and one of them was from Khan's attack here, and the other one was from Dragon's attack here, oh, and right. hadn't been printed yet. That's pretty Ooh. cool. When we saw him, That's pretty cool. yeah. So this is similar to that. 
Yeah, it's interesting. It's like, yeah, I mean, obviously, as of now, only the first part does anything, which is yeah. it's okay. Yeah, yeah, we're seeing that. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, we were speculating on what Godfather's gift could be. Could be an aura. It kind of sounds like an aura to me, but an yeah. aura or an equipment. Yeah, would be an my equipment. best two guesses. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, Bolus's afterlife. Do we think it's a reward or a punishment? Is it? That's that's what's tricky. So it's like. You like the Godfather's gift? Do you really want to receive a gift from from Nicol Bolas? I think so. I think like uh, his his cruel ulti- ultimatum was pretty good. That's true. Before, yeah. Right? So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, I mean, if you're one of the warriors who's managed to get to the afterlife and you're going through the gate and you're like, yes, I did it. I pleased the Godfather or whatever, and you get through, and on the other side, it's just. Like it's just a world of crap. Yeah, just yeah. garbage. You just have to like, <laughs> yeah, strap a spike on your head and one of those enemies or yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, it could be something because there are rumors in the story, right, that he's trying to he's trying to activate the spark of planeswalkers. Yeah. yeah. So like, it could be something like that turns a creature into like a mini planeswalker Ooh. or something like that. You know Ooh. what I mean? It gives them planeswalker esque activated abilities or something like that. Like turns them into death row channel. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting. That seems maybe incredibly complex. Like that would have to be like a mythic aura or something like that. Yeah, and this yeah. is uncommon. So yeah, yeah. it's a common card. Yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, kind of going with the theme. I feel like we've seen lots of the kind of juxtapositions in terms of uh, like positive negatives. So like gift obviously has positive positive connotations. I think it would make sense with the flavor if the gift that you're giving the creature is a negative thing. So it could mm-hmm. be like a uh, like a passive passivism type aura or mm-hmm. some kind of like yeah. shutdown aura. Um, or a curse? Have you seen curses, curses so far? Could be a curse. That would actually make sense because that's an enchant player. Or yeah, yeah. So yeah. that would actually be very cool and flavorful. That would be cool. Yeah, it could yeah. be. It could be. Yeah, like cruel Vatum or um, dark Nations, Like oh, the Grixis colored. Do yeah. the Grixis stuff? Sacrifice creature, discard a card, lose life. It could yeah, be something yeah, like yeah. that. At every upkeep. Yeah, that yeah. would be awesome. Yeah, I just think that any gift from Nicol Wallace here just not happy about that. Yeah. You know? It's gonna be like yeah, yeah. it's gonna be socks or it's gonna be a yeah. voucher. Exactly. Like <laughs> yeah, voucher for a shop you don't even go to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, but excited to see what this is in three months. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, we're <laughs> we'll just speculate about it every yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll put a new concept for the yeah. card every week until yeah. then. I mean, that'd be great if we get that on a Nickel Bolas Planeswalker next set. So we're turning on Dark Intimations yeah. on this card. Oh yeah, that yeah, would yeah. That. That yeah, would have two yeah. things coming to. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we all took before out. I think the three of us all have our playset. So Dark Intimations ready yeah, for yeah. <laughs> ready for the five. five. I kind of want to start playing them already, to be honest, but it's not really possible at the moment. Yeah, maybe know. it will be. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who, who can say? Yeah, I'm not saying, yeah. 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 Um, so, did we want to talk about the ban restrictions? Yeah, so so it's uh, it's on Saturday. People seem unhappy. Is, is it really on no, Saturday? Sorry, it's on Monday. It's, it's, what, are, are they actually doing that this time? or? Yeah, there was a bit of a kerfuffle on Twitter today where pros are basically asking them to release it earlier because mm-hmm. they're basically saying, like, this spoiler season is crap because we just think that Marty Vehicles and Four Color Sealy are still going to be the best, the best decks. Yeah. So, and that we also feel like there's no point testing these cards for the Pro Tour, essentially. Yeah, so we're losing week testing, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, just give it to us early... Uh, and Wizards responded today. Uh, Blake Rasmussen responded and, and said, "We had a meeting about it. The announcement is still scheduled for, for next, next week. For okay. next week. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. 
like wizards are in kind of like a, an awkward position with this one specifically. Yeah. This announcement, uh, it is it is a bit crap for the pros if if they do lose a week of testing and and the format is shaken up completely. Mm-hmm. But I mean that's that's just what they're signing up for when they're yeah. when yeah. they're trying to break a format. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, it would make people more excited, I think, if they knew that the format was going to be completely shaken up. You know what I mean? Like we we wouldn't have to be saying things like, "Let's ignore the fact." Yeah, let's ignore the fact that the yeah. heel is around. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it would make people more excited as well. Yeah, yeah. and I, I really like tapping out on turn five. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I th- I th- I think there are going to be bans. I think uh, yeah. whether or not they're warranted because of power level, I think the, the Wizards just won't want another Pro Tour. That's good. Six Mardu, you know, and, and or whatever. I was reading some guy on Reddit's very convincing argument that there won't be bans because they'll just want to see how there's so much hate in Amonkhet yeah. and there's like True. a couple of cards that can that yeah. can influence the thing that they'll just want to see how it plays out and that they'll That's, wait for yeah. the next yeah. 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 yeah and it's also like a good decision in terms of like confidence for people like buying into cards and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, it, it's Long term, it's a better decision for them to do as few bans as they can get away yeah. with. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they I, prefer. I, I just feel like with, with the state of standard now, it just seems like people are just going to be every single time the ban restricted update is coming up. People are just going to be like, "Are you, are you doing it this time?" Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's, until they do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And people will hold back on Destiny or hold back on 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 buying cards or buying new decks, or whatever. Uh, unless they see what the the ban restricted list is going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like people certainly felt a bit like that with Heart of Care and after Copter got banned, I think. And kind of rightly so, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, and that's not a card I think needs to be banned. I think Heart of Care is fine. But, uh, yeah, mostly. Yeah, I, I feel like it's, yeah. it's Scrappy Stranger as well. Well, well. Ha- having uh, Fatal Bush come in the same set as Heart of Care and yeah. a lot. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, it's not, definitely not the problem card. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I hope something changes. It just yeah, it just feels really bad. It's really bad psychologically to think about all the possibilities of a whole new set, yeah. and then just go uh, well, most of them not really possible. What I if mean, they, what if they were just like this pro tour is block constructed? <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. I think but block album can construct. Yeah, <laughs> just one set. It'd be sweet. Yeah, It'd be really sweet. Yeah, what would you play? I'd play red aggro probably. Yeah, red aggro sounds <laughs> yeah. pretty good. I mean, there's. I don't think there's enough cards in a single set to have. Uh, I presume. A, I think with block construct, they usually waited till the the whole set yeah. was out. Yeah, yeah. And also, there used to be three sets in a block, so it, yeah, yeah. it kind of made more sense. And there's no core sets anymore. That would be hilarious. Not the balloners, but yeah, I don't know. It's uh, what if they made a new format called pair block constructed, where you just pick two two blocks of of two sets each and. Ooh, and you so just, Kaladesh. Yeah, Kaladesh, I'm okay. Already get a, yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, yeah. that's basically the same. It's just Baron Gideon, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. The decks are yeah exactly. Already yeah. 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 the beginning where it's like we have to play a certain number of cards from each set. Yeah, uh, they did lands. that. They did that for Homelands, yeah, because the cards were so bad that like please play so the cards we made. Play them, so yeah. terrible. Yeah. Um. Okay, we we don't really have a lot of time left, so. I think that's about it. We should yeah. probably wrap it up. I yeah. don't know. We we might leave that. You're you're brewing your blue red spells there. Yeah. Until I I I think we wait until it takes down the pro tour. They will talk about it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But this is this is like a time stamp to say you yeah. are you are on blue a red spell. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Ignimic. 
Enigma. <laughs> that's a hard word. Enigma, Enigma Drake yeah, is going to be Enigma Drake, yeah. Our new Just call him the Riddler. Riddler, Riddler yeah. 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 Um, and also, I think we should probably uh, come back next week with our impressions on a limited format after we yeah. played the pre-release as well. Sure. Yep. Um, we can give a bit of a term report on that. Cool. So, uh, yeah, everyone enjoy your pre-release next weekend. Amonkhet looks like a very cool set, especially for limited. Um, and thank you for listening. Our our theme song was done by Barry Cannon. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on uh, Simplecast. You can find us loads of places. Yeah, so at Skullcrack on Twitter, uh, simplecast.fm slash Skullcrack. And I think that's pretty much it for our social media at the moment. We're still... Uh, we're keeping it low we're key, still, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're building mm-hmm. our empire. Yeah, we want to get a, a, a few, uh, a bit of a repertoire before we start putting it about, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So thanks for listening. Bye. See you guys. Bye bye.